This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on our mind. Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the tinfoil hat titan. AKA the conspiracy realist, AKA the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, AKA I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, cause all the old say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, cause you know you can't run without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark cause they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame. Three underscores, 313. The West Side Landlord. The Pride of PA. High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around. The Liquor Store Legend. The Corner Store Conquistador. Your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the Honorable Judge Boss Dame and his bitch. All rise. All rise. <laughs> Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 360. On you. I mean, last week you <laughs> that shit was really funny. Poor trying to throw me off. Poor trying to throw me off, and then her homegirl lied on me in the elevator. Oh man, that shit was hilarious. But three hundred and sixty on yours, and um, we back. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to our guests last week. Say yeah, it ain't was, Porsche, Marjan. They were amazing guests. I love talking to Porsche. Man, that was such a unintentionally hilarious episode. They you know what I'm saying? Like Marjan was funny and smart, and Porsche just yeah, Porsche is funny and smart too. Yeah, but I love sure. Porsche. I love her energy. We got to get out and support her on three one three day. Man, down so at much, the Del Mar, so much going on on three one three day. Monday is probably about to be the most busiest day I've ever seen on Monday. I already said I was going to call off work. I mean, I'm probably going to go to work, but <laughs> um, but it's a lot comedy shows. Every like everything that's everything is going down on three one three day. Detroiters are, pr- are are proud to be from Detroit. Like that's we believe that shit. We love that shit. Yeah, and everybody from Detroit is a celebrity to some extent. <laughs> mm. I'm I'm for real. Like we all we all famous, hood famous, infamous, street famous. Like everybody in Detroit feel like they famous. Uh, I I agree. I would uh. I think that's a correct assumption. Uh, we were all proud to be from here. You feel me? I've been so, all over the world. That's where I want to die. Detroit. I do. That's an interesting way to put it. I do. This is where I, I want to live. I do want to live here, but like, you know, it snowed again this week. And I'm like a Detroit nigga. Every time it snow, I'll be like, oh, this is my last winter here. I can't deal with it. Messing with my knees. <laughs> my back hurt. Shit, last Friday, it was. I was in a fucking blizzard. I went out to see... um. The Dead Ass Podcast. How was live that? Down at uh, the Royal Oak um, Music Theater. That's DeVille and, and what's his Kadeen. wife? Yeah. She look good in person. She's amazing. <laughs> she, she <laughs> She's look, perfect. Actually. I don't like to talk about niggas' lives, but I mean, his wife look. 
Uh, she was perfect. Yeah, damn. Uh, it was a really good show, man. But I'm I'm there the whole time. Like, man, I can't wait to rock this bitch out. And the setup was great. Um, and it was a lot of people there. Um, literally standing in the in the, in the literal blizzard, uh, trying to get in. And uh, is that Royal Oak? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did uh, they have seats? Yeah. Okay, because I've been to Royal Oak Music Theater for like concerts. Well, they put seats down. Okay, they're, they're not okay. like the Fox seats. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's what I was. That's what I was getting at. Because like well, a podcast event needs seating. Yeah, so technically on the balcony, I, I didn't go upstairs because I was on the floor. You feel me? I mean, you. Uh, but I think there are seats up there. Okay. Yeah, but uh, you know, it was a really, it was really nice, and I was like, man, we gotta do a live podcast again because it's been a minute. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. It's time. People have been reaching out to me about it, so it's time. But I want to, I want to, I want to fill that venue up specifically. We you can. Know what I'm saying? We can. It's a lot of people. It is. We got a lot of listeners, but they not all in Michigan. In Michigan, you feel me? But I feel like it's like a thousand people. Let's say it's like this week in culture, us, TCE, Curve, for sure. We can probably pack that shit out. Yeah, um, it's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a time. Um, it's soon come yeah soon for come. sure um it was dope i didn't like how uh you get in there and then they had like yo if you got a purse go through this elevator but like yo we all here like this is a, this is a male and a female podcast so like everybody there is like coupled up you feel yeah. me and it's like well y'all should have kind of figured this out and then they took everybody umbrellas because it was a blizzard and they said we're gonna put them on the table so when y'all leave y'all you just, just come grab you i'm like no no nah, nah, we're not playing first come first serve that's legitimately what it was you know what i'm saying so hurry up and get back to make sure that you got your <laughs> get your umbrella yeah. um that was pretty or if you're first you can have your selection of up, umbrellas pick up the whole thing yeah no <laughs> Do it like Kochek. Give me a ticket for this bitch. Um, shout out to the DJ that was there though. DJ Executive. He had that joint going. And he, you know, he threw a Detroit set in there too. But, you know, that's really important with the live shows. Um, I already know I want uh Kidman Fly to do our do our be our DJ at our next event. You feel me? I would like a rematch with Kidman Fly. Uh, okay. You he lost. beat me by one song. Literally mm. no, no. Mm. It's debatable. You know, that's one of those things, you know, that your truth stuff that y'all be doing. Like, you know, what you, what truth, you mean? like truth is absolute, but people be like, oh, my, but my truth and her truth. And my truth is for him to be a DJ, I held my own. Like, that nigga, he didn't wash me. Don't nobody come in here and watch Dane. Nobody. All right. I see what you about to say. <laughs> nobody. Hey, hey, it is what it is. It's my house. Don't uh, nobody just wash me in my own shit. Yeah. Um, Nobody. What else happened? Uh, Who on board with Debo? Oh yeah, last, I was I had a little bit of an adventure last Saturday. You know, I was out. What's in, up? I was, you know, out, out ripping outside, and running, ripping and running. <laughs> and, uh, there was a couple. I, I'm like seventy five percent sure they were swingers and trying to pick up me and the, the young lady I was with. And, um, so hold on, before you go into the story, are you even down for no, an exchange? Like, I'm not. Have you? I'm going to get personal. You've never, like, you know, I've talked about, like, my sexual shit. Yeah. I done been to swingers party. I done did some, you know, a little bit of wild shit. Like, I'm not, and I'm not opposed to a good time. You know what I'm saying? However the time is, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to say just no off rip. Let me hear it. Let me hear some more. All right. 
It's never hell no, but like let me let me hear the whole play and then I'll make a decision. So you're out with a young lady. So is I this wanna, couple black or white? Uh, they white. Okay, it's easy to say no to white couples. <laughs> like that's a, that's an easy no. But so my question is though. So you say you know you never know yes or no. So man and woman are about to you about to intermingle all four of y'all full swap. I done been there before. It is what it is. I didn't did it before. Oh, so you, so you, full, I don't know the terminology. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, full swap. <laughs> that means we crisscrossing. Oh, okay. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, I ain't nah. never had it happen at the bar. I was in, uh, I was at a swingers party. We met another couple. Yeah. It's like, I mean, we came here for, for this. I mean, what, what you gonna do? I don't know. I'm not comfortable. I don't look as because I think people's views on sex make it a little uncomfortable. And when I say their views, like you probably look at sex more like this is ownership between me and her. This is an intimate connection. Sometimes sex is just sex. Yeah. And it's just. Well, sometimes I don't want nobody to have it just sex like with my wife or my girlfriend in the other room. You feel me? I ain't be in the same room together. Oh, that's definitely. <laughs> that's a, I mean, that's a no for me. But, I mean, I, I get it. It's not for everybody. And I mean, I definitely had one incident where, or like, we went home and I like, I wanted to cry in the car. Like, <laughs> I can't believe you. Why do it to yourself? Yeah, I don't know. I can't believe you. You whore. <laughs> hey, yo, people be into weird shit, and you know. I don't uh, look at that shit that we, like. <laughs> look, man, I'm down for a good time. I'm down for a good time. I don't get down like that no more. But like. <laughs> It I sound don't like it. Sound like you you done for a I, good time. I don't now because like you know I'm gonna pop out with a girlfriend on you niggas sooner than later one of these days. I'm just putting it out in the atmosphere. Okay, but like all the whole shit, like you know, man, I'm ready to get married. The hoe is out of my system. Like I didn't did everything that a single nigga would want to check off their list. I've done it, and now I don't have like I don't have nothing to prove. Last thing I need is my last bachelor party. When I get married again, I'm going to have a bachelor party, and that's going to be my gift to the fellas. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to go all out. Because niggas can't get no women without you, apparently. No, no. Right? Like, because I've never had naked women anywhere. So, no, no, your just, gift to me is bringing hoes around, because clearly we can't get no hoes without nah, you. No, no. I'm just saying, like, I want it to be like an event. You know what I'm saying? You know, bottles and bathrobes. Something like it's got to have its own. Yeah, I just actually booked a ticket to uh, Puerto Rico. We about to go to a bachelor party in Puerto Rico. Who's party in Puerto Rico? Somebody I know? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll talk off it. Yeah. We'll talk off it. Um, so maybe that's a gift to us. You know, I don't know. But uh, a little you know. cocaine, Puerto Rican women. Yeah, I'm not really. Come on, man. Don't take coke off the table. I'm not Don't take really, coke off the table. You know, I'm not that. Um, a bump will make you jump. And when you in a foreign land, you do at like they got the pure shit. You don't ever just a just a little bit on your fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just put that nigga, shit around right? the rib of your nostril. You a funny nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I you know, I'm not I'm a real I'm basic. You feel me? Rub it on your gums. Mm-mm. You did coke right. before? No, I've never done exactly. coke. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying no. But I ain't saying hell. Nah, I'm, I'm just fucking around. Yeah, some shit I'm not. Coke might be a little bit too too far out of my wheelhouse. There's so many niggas who just like, yeah, it's a little Coke. And then it's a little heroin. I was. <laughs> like, it's a little free base. Like. I was with somebody that we know, All that right. we mutually know. 
and we was hanging out <laughs> at this venue, and we talking, and like they homeboy next to us facing the plate. <laughs> and he come back up like, you want look, you want to try? I'm like, nah, man, I ain't know it's this type of party. I ain't judging. I just don't want to indulge. You know, uh, life ain't like great or pristine. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't want to escape it. You feel me? And I feel like drugs really be like the escape. But you be feeling like weed is an escape too. I feel like some niggas smoke weed as an escape. Because like when you can't not do it. <laughs> like, all right, nigga, the podcast one hour. So, so like, let me ask it. I know you. I don't know if you can really answer this. I feel like our guests smoke weed, but like, you ever been high like all day, all day? You get that wake and bake, that one right before breakfast. You know, you get that lunchtime one. Might take a little nap, wake up, smoke again. Like, you ever had a day where you just been high all day? I have not. Okay, well, I will be the first nigga to tell you that shit is shit is amazing if you can pull it off. And you escape reality for that that whole day. No, nah, man, it's just like, you know, you just like floating. You just enjoying the day on a different vibe, my nigga. So, just yeah, which is a little bit different than your reality, right? Because you don't normally float. But but we <laughs> and don't, it's not wrong. Like it's we not a don't bad have thing you. If you wanna, we don't have you like where you can't function. Like I can still get shit done. You know what I'm saying? I can still be a functional member of society. I'm still grocery shopping and. You know, running errands, getting my hair cut, but like you just, you just on a constant, you know, like a cloud. Shout out to the cloud. Okay, <laughs> I'm not mad. At you the ain't cloud. never, you ain't never had like enough of them little CBD blunts you be smoking just to be like, I'm good all day. I, I've all never day. wanted to do anything for 24 hours. I, I mean, just like a, eh, I want to say never, just like a anything. Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Especially you got you a nice young lady with you. Y'all just enjoying it. the day. I'm all for it. You know, partake whenever people want to partake in. But like some niggas are addicted. Like for sure. Okay. I mean. I've like some people are addicted. I know. I, I get what you're talking about. Yeah. Some people kind of like dusty from smoking the weed all day. Somebody put, some people had this like brown glow. They follow <laughs> them all the time and shit. Like their hands has got a Who brown was that glow. character on uh, Peanuts? They had yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or they just clothes just stink. Like, damn, I don't, I don't. It's just interesting. Okay. It's really interesting running the studio because the building, you can't smoke in here. And like. Everybody wants to smoke. Everybody wants to smoke. And I don't even know how I would, because I'm ultimately, we're going to go to a, a standalone building. But I don't even know, though, because like everybody don't want to smell that shit. My next guest or my next client don't want to yeah. come in here and they clothes smell like weed and then they go home and and you we've invested a lot into equipment. Like, you ain't smoking around these MacBooks. Like, I don't know, man. You're not. It's one of them things. But then some people are like, yo, I really want to be able to. Re like, I want the the freedom to let everybody can do whatever they want. But it's So, smoking a the car. Impact. You know what I'm saying? Smoke before yeah. you come in. And then my hope, I don't want to, like, be judgy or trying to diss niggas. Because, like, I come up in here high sometimes. I don't smoke in the studio. But, like. You seem like you're smoking when I pulled up today. I wasn't smoking when I pulled up today, though. <laughs> But I like to get high too, but then it'd be my thing, like just smoke in the car, let that shit guide you. But like if you really need to always be high or drunk to like help fuel what you're doing, like it's probably not that good. Now I wanna like be all judgy and like we've been doing this podcast thing. But like for real, you probably not that funny if you can't Man, be funny when you sober. I see it all the time where you booked an hour in the first 
27 minutes is y'all getting y'all liquors and shit together and pouring y'all cups up. I'm like, fam, the time is the time. <laughs> Somebody's coming 15 minutes after you. But like, God damn. Talk without the, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because you only booked an hour long session. And I understand y'all didn't get started until 927, but this shit over at 10. Like, Mike's is off at 10. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Um, I didn't see podcasts break up live on air and shit. Like, that's the best. <laughs> that shit was that's funny. the best. It was arguing in the hallway and shit. And like, <laughs> like watching and they rode together and shit. So it's like, uh, somebody not making it home. <laughs> I don't want to say it's the best, but like, one you of your homegirls. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Um, I've seen that a time or two, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, in any event, man, we can go ahead and introduce our guests, man. Yeah, we got some guests in here. They talking about some rap shit. Returning <laughs> rap shit. Actually, what up, though? We start on my right. Pleasure, introduce pleasure, yourself. Pleasure. Right. I've been waiting 360 episodes for this moment. Okay, what you got? <laughs> what you got? What up, though? It's His illustrious Imperial Highness Kilo V. Revenkist, representing Westside Seven Mile. Mr. Ypsilanti, Mr. 94 Corridor, Mr. Rap Camp, Mr. Soundproof, Mr. A lot of things that you can call me, but your missus calls me a lot more things. In any case, <laughs> more importantly, I am here with uh, two of my best associates in, 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 in this thing and who I consider to be musically family and to an extent physically family at this point. I'm just J five. You feel me? <laughs> I already got all that, you know. Okay. We got we got a silent partner in the back. Yeah. That's sure. That's the homie Bill. Um sure. he is an essential part of this operation. Bill, okay. I'm gonna say something and you possibly hear this often. Oh God. You th- you look like you look familiar. You look like Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You look That's like not what I anticipated. I didn't expect that one either. <laughs> yeah. But then again, I don't. I don't actually pay attention to what Rosenberg. That was back when I before I shaved. That was crazy. I like funny as hell. I do. I like Rosenberg. The first of that one. Okay. Cool. Cool. We we happy to have you fellas here, and we're gonna talk about some rap shit and the events y'all got going on, the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur and a promoter. You know, high, the highs is high and the lows is low. So I got forced in promoting the same way I got forced back into music. Um, so I'm from Detroit originally. I went to school out in Eastern and uh, got a job out at U of M. Okay. And uh, I was Did at U of M. Did you graduate from Eastern? Graduated from Eastern. Okay. Yep, class of uh, 2015. That's what's up. Um, so That's here's great. the thing. So actually, I was comfortable out of U of M, but I was bored and there was no upper mobility. What does somebody do when they're comfortable, capable, and have no upper mobility? They quit. They quit. They take risks. <laughs> they they do all sorts of shit that in some way, shape, or form that they hope will enrich their lived experiences. Because in Make the grand scheme parents things, mad. Not so much. Like, they – so the beauty, the beauty of, like, me growing up and being, like, the independent one of my, my siblings is, like, whatever the fuck I said, they were just like, cool, just don't go to jail. Like you know, whatever you want to do, just don't go to jail. Are you the youngest? I'm the youngest, yeah. Okay, because by the time I got a bunch of kids and like the youngest is on autopilot. Like, look, bro, I'm doing my best to raise you, but like your he siblings, auto, he on autopilot or you on autopilot? It's a little bit of both. Your siblings are probably like really a lot more. I don't want to say a lot more involved, but they really hands on. Like I'm still there. I'm still dad. But like some of the day to day shit, like man, go get your sister. Like, like I, she's I not doing anything. Go get your sister. I see what you mean. That's, I mean, that's fair. Um, as far as like my upbringing specifically, like I have both parents 
um, and two older sisters. But it was very clear to me early on, even like as a small child, I'm like, oh shit, I should not follow their lead. Every time I look up, they fucking around. So like, <laughs> let me do something different. Hold on real quick before you dive further into the story. Yeah. Because this fucked me up before when Tone, when I found out that Tone and Pete were brothers, I yeah. felt like niggas was lying to me. Nah. You somewhere in that family tree. Yeah, I'm agreeing. Okay. How are you related to Pete and all of them? All right. So Tone is my father's brother's son. Okay. Um, and then that makes your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> your uncle. I'm just, I'm, I'm going through it. I'm yeah. going through it very specifically so that people don't get lost in the sauce. Okay. So. Yes, so that's general. That's my blood. Like his name is, you know, Anthony Green. Like yeah. Green, we're the Greens. We're from. And Pete is his brother. So Pete is his brother. So Pete that's my cousin, cousin also. Exactly, okay. exactly. So Pete is the reason. AKA I, the theme song to the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's funny that I'm here on episode 360 because, like, I got into music because <laughs> I was like a middle school street team for like Pete and J- and Jay and everybody else. Okay. Um, without knowing it. Um, I just, I loved music so much prior to that because I grew up in the home full of music, et cetera, et cetera. My pops was like a Luther Vandross impersonator. It was crazy. <laughs> um, not that ass. Uh, <laughs> and he, pops can sing like that. Pops, pops can sing. Um, okay. He can sing. He was super funny dude. Um, so yeah, so I, I came up watching them rap, you know what I'm saying? And that made me want to rap. It made me want to get into music and stuff like that. I didn't really take hold of it till I was about 17 you know what I'm saying so the valley between like being 12 years old I think I was at least I was like 12 or 13 I when, feel like uh, 17 is such a crucial age for young black absolutely because like sure. specifically with like music absolutely just life in general because like when you 17 you a man yeah, yeah like I my not, kid at 17 that's what I'm saying like legally you may not be an adult but like 17 I'm in 12th grade 11th grade. Yeah, 11, 12. For me, I, I graduated at 17. Second semester. Yeah, me too. I was an undergrad at 17. Seventh yeah. semester, second semester, 17. Like, look, I'm I'm grown as fuck. I'm not staying in school all day. I really was, like, coming home late every day. Like, I'm, I'm almost out this bitch. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, that's always, for me, like a turning point for young men because, like, you really – 17 turning 18 like nigga it's time to figure it out because literally you are months away from people being like what the fuck you gonna do what's what's up like that's always the conversation when you 17 like what's next what you gonna do and like literally you still a kid but like for real you got to start figuring a plan out because like nigga or it's gonna plan itself for you so you also um at 17 you kind of you feeling like a man even though you not because you a child at 17 still but you feel like hey you know what i'm saying i didn't mess with little girls you know what i'm saying i'm like you feel like you older than you are because even in high school i'm an upperclassman these is these nine graders the, is kids. the kids. They kids you know what i'm saying you feel in a certain way and you know how we were talking about the music shit like whoever you was listening to during your coming of age, you think them people like the the greatest artists of all time because that's it was the the soundtrack to your fucking childhood. And oh shit. yeah, yeah. But like what I was listening to at seventeen was probably the greatest. Some of the like I was Nas heavy, I was Hove heavy at seventeen, and like thirty years later, Nas is still like arguably in one of his best streaks in music right now at forty seven. Big facts. Oh yeah, I was 50. definitely one of those kids too who was like. 
young as fuck listening to Nas, because um, he listened to Nas, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, we was at, whether it be Norman Crib or at a studio with Melodic and stuff like that. Um, so, like, my formative years were all around, like, the lyrical shit. So, like, that's what I always gravitated towards. Okay. Um, soundtrack to my undergrad year was, you know what I'm saying, Sky Zoo first album. Like, the, the people that are elite. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to, to the pen shit was the people who I was, I was looking up to. Um, Royce had just got out of jail, like, in my last, like, two years of high school or something like that. And uh, had dropped Bar Exam 1, then Bar Exam 2. You know what I'm saying? Crazy times. What Crazy a time times. to be alive. Right. And me in a vacuum as a kid, I don't realize, like, this is monumental music. I'm just like, hey, I really like this mixtape. I you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, my first year out of high school, I interned at Nation Studios. It was in the basement of Greenfield Plaza, and Royce was recording his debut album. And, like, I remember the dude that owned it, Ivy Duncan. Ivy was like, yo, he signed. Ivy is it's a my legend. cousin's cousin. Wow. Okay. And I, remember I, and I remember Ivy being like, look, he signed a Tommy Boy. He's going to be huge. And, like, listening to Royce, like, record that first album – I was like, like I I listened to lyrical shit, but I had never seen somebody so young, like doing what he was doing. I was like, this 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 like this is professional rapping, is what he's doing, and like just being able there to like see that whole scene, like seeing D twelve come man, through the, the studio r- before they were like D twelve. Man, the rumors that used to like so eleventh grade, I think I was seventeen, eleventh grade. Okay, that's when I went to Cody. Me and Pete, I didn't know Pete since, I don't know, sixth grade, seventh grade, some shit like that. But we started tapping in with rapping in the 11th grade. And this was around the same time that Royce was coming out, Slim Shady LP came out, Cannabis, the whole nine yards. And, like, it was a rumor that it was just, we, the rumor that we had in school, we basically mixed uh, Proof and Royce and merged them into one person. Like it was a this guy going around with dreads with a big chain that said five nine on it. Like we mixed, <laughs> we mixed these two people together. That's how I got around to school. But like it was like that's funny as hell. And when you and we, we had no idea what he looked like, but we heard the records. We heard the scary yeah. movie. We heard all the other the the bad meets evil. And it's like yo, I ain't never heard what a time like. because that's that's the era where you had that artist mystique. Yeah. Like when you heard a new voice. And I never yeah. heard nobody from here rap like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like people here can rap, but like. At that time, I'm like, yo, this is what happened with Bad Meets Evil and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, you, you make a good point about artist mystique. Like, you didn't know what niggas look like unless they were in the source or vibe or double XL yeah. or you got some like promo material. I remember, excuse me, like getting promo material from rappers. I'm like, he don't sound like this. And like, that anticipation, you didn't, they weren't everywhere. You only saw interviews on Rap City or, and you had that cable. Yeah. That. And if you was in the source or something like that, like who had a subscription to that? Nobody in real life. Like not me. I had in a high subscription school. to the source when I was an adult and living in my first apartment. For sure. I was so, I was at the barbershop all the time. So Well see, that's different. There's always magazines yeah, at the barbershop. You were checking out the barbershop. Yeah. Pete still got I mean, Tone still got source magazines in the barbershop. So you will see it in a magazine at the barbershop. Or if you go to the quote unquote newsstand, you'll you'll thumb through it while you in the store, but you don't get a chance to fully. Now look, man, when you young, like dog, five dollars for a magazine, shit, I can get chips, some pop, some candy. I be, I got my snacks for the week. I, Fuck that, I ain't man. paying five dollars. Yeah, I didn't make five dollars an hour. Okay, I was four seventy five. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> let me um, tell you. Let me tell you how dumb I was. I 
And I'm tell how old I was too when I Maybe first five fifteen in like high school. No, my nigga, when I first started like working, minimum wage was three seventy five an hour. I was working at the motherfucking movie, the dollar movie show. I remember when minimum wage went up to like four and a quarter, and I'm thinking like, oh, bet it go up to four and a quarter, like let's say April first. So that whole week working that last week of March. I'm like, bet they finna back like this. It's gonna be on this payroll check. I'm like, nigga, I'm I'm finna come up. This check gonna be like a hundred and ten dollars after taxes. But it wasn't because they didn't go back to the beginning of the pay period. Like it started March first. I mean April first. That's when the new rate started. So I got that check and I was like, what 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 the f-? like? Nah, it don't work like that, son. It don't work like that, nigga. I remember putting three checks together to buy J's. You know when Jada Kiss was like. Basically, we was working for a pair of Jordans. The next two weeks, we was broke again. That, like, that, that was, was my life. That was my life. I mean, I'm in high school. I knew the <laughs> niggas so, at Champs, so I knew when the Jays was coming out, they're going to put a pair to the side for me, and I'll be up there Saturday before my shift, and I won't have no money for two more weeks. Ah, oh, what a time to be alive. Life <laughs> is so simple. <laughs> Yo, Wallen. Um, So my lived experience as a consequence of being in the proximity of probably, you know, what is the closest thing to like a, a place for specifically male perspectives to come in, obviously in the barbershop um, as a consequence of that, as a consequence of just my love for hip hop as a whole, like I literally had a summer job sweeping up in that motherfucker. Right. And I'm just listening to music, listening to music. Eventually I get into rapping myself. Um, I'm an inkster. Uh, me and a couple of the homies just doing shit at the producer crib. Um, just making, making eh, okay records, okay records for some, you know, 16, 17 year olds. This was before, um, like SoundCloud and all of that. I'm that old. I'm like right in between. Like SoundCloud wasn't a thing yet. So you still had to, like, if you wanted to put out a mixtape or album, you still had to go get CDs. You still had to go get them pressed up. It was, a, go, yeah. it was a whole different barrier entry now. Oh, yeah. Like, all niggas need now is a computer or mic and an interface. Not even a good computer. That's no, the beauty of it. Get you a Chromebook. All you need is an iPhone. Yeah. You're right. You're right, actually. Yeah. That ass. The whole studio recorded everything right off the iPhone and uploaded the whole oh, yeah. nine yards, which is going to be listened to on the iPhone as well. So it's like uh, you should put quality into it. But like Absolutely. a lot of people not even doing the whole quality thing. I just got to get it out as fast as I can. Speaking but of, I didn't realize y'all record on one track. Like I've been hitting the mic and shit. I feel so bad. Uh, cool. Well, that and this one got like all of them joints. So. That one's got a mix. Okay, yeah. all right. I feel, I feel yeah. relief. We got it. We got all it. Right. Stop hitting the mic. Stop <laughs> hitting the mic. <laughs> we'll try my best. Try my best. Um, but yeah, like so, just to 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 bring it back to rap camp and why I do it. Um, so yeah, I was out of U of M, comfortable, tried to take a chance, but I didn't take a chance on music. I, st- I took a chance on um, a startup called Aaron's. Um, it was my my brother, me, and a couple of his homies. He's um, you know, what I'm saying he's like a computer science genius. Like he he knew how to do all the technical shit. I was just good at managing people. Had a team of about thirty five people out of U of M for security at a research center that I won't mention. Um, <laughs> not important. The most important thing here is that you know what I'm saying like I took a risk and then the pandemic happened and all the money dried up. Mm. Got a job at a, a warehouse. Um, like as soon as like that was running out, like at the on its last leg, I was like, all right, I got a job at a re- warehouse. Another one of my homies, he was going in doing some stuff. I was very much in my mode of like, I'm. I don't want to keep working for people who aren't going to give me the opportunity for ups. And you know what I'm saying? 
management or whatever else. I was already at the top as far as management. I was already at the top as far as management. So um, it wasn't nowhere else for me to go in that organization. So I was very much on like, yo, I'm going to go do uh, the startup shit or I'm going to go do and work out with some other people and do some things and make some shit happen. And uh, as soon as I got out of the startup shit and got into the warehouse shit, pandemic happened. I had to shut down operations at the motherfucking warehouse. Life be life, man. Man, I spent months just kind of looking for work between, like, just trying to figure the shit out. Um, and I didn't know what I wanted to do as far as musically because we were already moving. Um, the group I was working with, Soundproof, which is Crimson Alchemist, Mark Cooper, DJ Fluff, Blizzard the Mad Scientist, um, all of those guys. Blizzard we do beats? Yes. That's, love, that's my brother. I, okay. I love him. I love his production. I'm gonna oh, need yeah. you to make a connection for it, nigga. That's not. A, he was actually supposed to be coming up here tonight, but he got a, a reservation at the Korean spot down the street. And shout <laughs> out and shout out to Krim because I know for a second she was off the music, and now I see her like. Oh yeah, I cried like a bitch. It was it was it was a horrible horrible fucking time for everybody. But now <laughs> but now but now I see her like getting her feet back wet and things, and I just hope that she just move full speed with that shit. I love I love to hear a rap. Yeah, bullying helps. Um, <laughs> bullying helps. Uh, it's character building. It's character, it's character building. building. Um, it break it it it, it separates the weak kids for the strong kids. It's character yeah, building. Exactly. Um, kids need to be bullied yeah, to a certain extent. To, to, to a, a certain, certain extent, extent. To a certain extent. Let's let's, let's yeah. Let's, like let's keep it in perspective here. Um, I mean, bullying is needed. Adversity and challenges are needed. Yes. Bullying no, sometimes you, provide those things. Correct. But sometimes yeah. bullying is also just a kicking ass, and but, nobody but, but really I, needs that most of the time. No, you do Everything because it, I feel like in it. life there's going to be bullies. There's bullies at your job. And there are going to be bullies, but and you need to time, learn how to deal with the motherfuckers because, like a bully, like on that shit, like at some point in life, you got to choose: Am I going to be a victim, or am I, or am I over going overcome this shit? That's and very, bullies help pr- present that option. I agree to an extent, but that's a very American perspective. Me because in other I, cultures, I feel like you got to like kind of like find a balance. You feel me? Like I don't really think like it's like you got to be like you can't be like too hard to the point where you can't stand up for yourself. Like bullying is gonna be bullying. You got to figure out like how you yeah. gonna take it. Like. How you gonna react? Cause like certain things, like you gotta understand, certain people just put their insecurities off on you. you Hold feel on, me. So now J five, I want to ask you something. You said you you was a young father. Yeah. How old is your baby? Three. Three. Boy, girl, girl. Okay. Your baby girl. Let's let's just fast forward a little bit. She ten now. For sure. Little girl in her class, taking her juice box every day. You understand? You know what I'm gonna tell her. Beat her ass. Okay. Beat her ass. Okay. I mean, I, 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 look, 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 look. I'm, I'm gonna put that like into a deeper perspective. Cause like people, like you know, it's 2023. My fucking sensitive about a lot of shit. I just feel like at a certain point, like it's, it goes back to my, what Malcolm X said. You feel me? He was like, it's, at the end of the point, it's like a lion comes and eat the gazelle. Is the gazelle? Violent for saying I'm not about to let you eat me this time. I'm, I'm gonna fight back. Or I'm gonna do something. But they always look at the person that react, and they don't look at the person that's really poking the bear. I got that's you. what I feel like the problem is for real, for real. Okay. Also, I think like, I mean, bullying is is a part of human history. Like, it's just a part of human behavior. But there are extreme cases that, you know, what I'm saying. But there's bullies that'll mess with you physically. There are bullies in business. There are bullies in your like. You there's know, bullies in the wilderness. Like we saying? evolved. Society specifically because we had to like 
not get eaten. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's great motivation. I would rather, <laughs> me personally, as not having a child, but, like, I would rather my child go through some sort of adversity um, with bullying while they're in the most protected space they can be in through elementary, middle school, than to deal with it the first time when you're 23 years old or you're 19 years old and you literally have no... I don't know how to do this. This situation has never presented itself. And I would feel like. Can I give you another perspective? Yeah. So specifically, when, like I said earlier, my perspective is yet yeah, bullying is necessary in the sense that there needs to be challenges and adversity for a person to learn how to deal with challenges and adversity. I believe bullying is a form of challenge or adversity, but it's something that's very specific to what it is that we do and how we interact with it that in other cultures is completely not tolerated. If you try to bully somebody in another tribe in Iraq, they might ask for your head and your whole tribe got to decide whether or not they're willing to sacrifice you or go to war. I don't think bullying is an American thing. I think that's a, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not an American thing. Our perspective on bullying is very specific. Yeah. And that's why I was referencing so you that particular tribe, whatever. I'm taking your coconuts today. Cause I'm stronger than you. Like that's bullying. You feel yes. Me? But now you got to go to war with the tribe because you took those coconuts or they're going to be like, your people, your people like, might not be ready for it. They're going to be like, right? no, go take, go get your fucking coconuts back or no, no, no. no. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's a very American. No. But In like, other cultures is, yo, is, they took our is, coconuts. We all are about to murder them. And they, and we're justified by the laws of our culture. You took from us. You injured someone. You killed someone. We need the heads of culture. everybody in that family because that's the only way to make it right. But this in is their perspective, goes, but listen, right? this is when it goes back to what he said about the bullying being in like when that person, like his head, he he'd rather his son or daughter go through it in the safest like environment possible, like with him, because he's going to be that person that tells that person how to handle it because at the end when we were getting bullied we didn't have those per people to tell us like you know you should do this you shouldn't let her you know what i'm saying take your stuff or you shouldn't let her do this we didn't have those people to tell us that so we were kind of just confused and like just trying to like really figure it out and, like, yeah i got something that's gonna blow your mind though. Really up feel like some a bad father with how i deal with bullying with my kids like that's that's like did you did you try beating their ass first like before you before you brought it to my attention did we go with violence first? Is your, are your kids, I know your middle son is, but is everybody, uh, all your kids, are they fighters? Because that may be something totally outside of their wheelhouse. No, I, mean, no, I was a no, big fighter in school. My oldest son, he ain't like a fighter, but I've never heard him have like confrontation. Like now he's told me about some confrontational shit, but I don't think he's ever had like had to throw hands ever before in his life, no. which is disturbing to, have, to me. On video, the first time my nephew got into a fight. He's a very peaceful. He's a very peaceful guy. He stomped him out. He he he's like one of the most nicest guys in the world. You feel your me? nephew that rolled up on me? No, <laughs> that's the little. No, no. That's I don't. The, I don't know. It probably Wait. sounds worse than what it is. Like he just caught me off guard at the barbershop, but like he was real respectful. Introduced himself. No, that's a uh, that's his little brother. Okay, but like I have it on video where the kid was messing with him though. You know what I'm saying? Threw a bottle at him or something like that, and. On the in the in the in the lunchroom and shit, and then like you know he had enough and he transformed. Like oh that's just <laughs> oh you really your father's son, okay? <laughs> but that that, that happens. And I got that. On, if y'all want to see it, you know I'm, what I'm, saying? I got I'm good. I'm good. No 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 no. I don't disagree at all because you know what I'm saying like I wasn't always as big as I am, right? Yeah. And consider, considering my age, you know what I'm saying, that eight months difference between me and the oldest kids in the class is significant when we're talking about 13, 14-year-olds. Yeah. 
eight that eight year age age gap as far as you know what I'm saying when you're that young can be mean the difference between fifty pounds and four inches of height, et cetera, et cetera. So I had to fight a lot as a consequence. I feel you. Or at least not necessarily fight so much as it is defend myself. Right. Yeah. Whether it be in a physical sense or in the, the sense of I just had to be wittier than everybody else. So I always told my kids, and like I said, it's probably what makes me feel like a bad father sometimes. Like people need to know that you're willing to take it somewhere that they not ready for. Right, but why? Because that's because how that's I raised human nature. you. I raised I you that know, way. I know why right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Continue, continue. But I'm a, go ahead. No, because this is exactly what I came to talk about. Go ahead. <laughs> because I come. Me and Jay the same age, but like late 80s, early, late 80s, mid 90s, you earned a rep with your hands. Absolutely. You, you was like, when I fought, people, when you fight, people understand that like you can use these things. I get and, you. But why did you have to fight? Because listen. Because I was light skinned and I wasn't taking that shit. In the right, history, right. No, no, no. In so, the history right, of that's world, not your fault, right? In the history of the world, there's no. only two things that got shit done on a large scale is money and violence. That's the only option. Cooperation. How do you? How else do you get the what, money without cooperation? What, what country has freed the? <laughs> or I beat you into submission. So it's here's the here's the beauty of it. Here, or violence. So here's the here's the beauty of it. That's it. Here's the beauty of it. Man, don't give me no college educated answer. Like, I have tell to, me the but truth. I have to give you perspective you on the to. truth. Okay. I got to. Some of us got to be the ones to be like, okay, but there's a little bit more nuance that we're missing from the conversation, right? right. Dubai. Dubai is. To, to to most people, the idea of like a, a, a capitalist paradise at this point, right? That's where everybody's going to get the most expensive shit at a very low cost. They got all this really cool shit that's coming out and all of these advanced systems to better uh, enrich the, the lives of The bathroom is by the elevator. It's by the elevator. It's a perfect timing, isn't it? Yeah. All these things to enrich the populace's um, experience and things of that nature, right? That's one perspective. I'm saying that's that's the that's the given, right? In the grand scheme of things, Dubai has so much money and power because oil. Right. What's the difference between Dubai and Texas? The amount of oil. Culture. And the amount of oil. Also, <laughs> culture. More order, it's more oil in Dubai than it is in Texas. There's more oil in Dubai than Texas, but also specifically in terms of how the money is spent. We're talking about from the scale of macros in the billions either way, right? Texas has made billions of money to his economy of oil, right? Dubai has made billions of dollars of oil, right? For sure. To an extent. Even if we're, even if we're talking the difference of a couple billion, that's still a couple billion dollars, right? That's a significant sum. And Dubai got some violent shit going on. Oh, no, no, no. You ain't going up over there tripping. I'm not. Bro, it's violent everywhere, though. It's not a matter of. It's a matter of how violence is deployed that changes the difference between what I'm saying as far as the culture of a place and how things are interacted with. Same reason I said yes. Bullying is a form of adversity that I feel like everybody in some way, shape, or form is going to experience, so they need to be prepared for it. Yeah, but you need to be. I agree 100%, mm-hmm. but you need to be prepared for bullying specifically because that exists here. Not just adversity. Oh, no, no. I no, can face adversity. I agree 100%. Like, no, that bullying exists. Yeah, yeah. Is exist and it's, but why does it exist here in a way that's different from everywhere else? I don't uh, I don't know that it's, a, it's different from everywhere else. Specifically in the context of, and I'm just follow me down, specifically in the context of how it is we interact with things. Like I asked Dame earlier, he had to fight. Why did he have to fight? Because he was light skinned. Why does he have a fight? Because he's light skinned. 
I mean, I don't know if that's the real answer. I, I, I know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I know. I know. I know. Person, I know. You really gonna ask that question? I'm light skin. It's not light skin niggas in here. But people people try you niggas in here. Oh, you right? Oh, you think you You gotta follow me down. The fact that we turn red easily takes you. So they thought we was really like that. Like, you feel me? I watched Creed today, right? And his daughter in the in the movie. Don't spoil it. A girl ripped up ripped up an art painting that she painted. It's a form of bullying. You came across the room, took no. my painting, and you you ripped it in half. But here's the thing: here's like the, that, yes, in Dubai I can happen. Would never that shit can happen it. in no. St. Louis. It's not a matter of that. It's a matter of specifically again how things are deployed and how things are interacted with from a cultural standpoint, right? Because again, Texas got billions and billions and billions of dollars. Okay. Dubai got billions and billions and billions of dollars. But specifically in the context of what it takes culturally as far as how we interact with money, that's a perfect example because they both got rich off the same particular resource. However, how those resources are allotted, how that money is spent is very different because the culture is very different. The culture of America is very much fuck you, pay me. In the grand scheme of things, and that's fuck the culture in Dubai too. Fuck you, pay me. And if you default on your loan, we putting your ass in jail. To, it ain't no, ain't no credit system right. no, no, here no, where no. you have a bad credit score. You're going to prison. I, I, I we're going to do harm to you. I agree. <laughs> no, no, I agree. But that's the thing. Specifically, when we talk about the context of why that is, despite all of these things in that culture, you're not allowed to have interest on a loan, right? You can't bank with a place that. They don't even hear a lot of them, depending on how devout, devout, they, devout they are, don't work with banks that charge interest on loans. They only get money from each other because culturally you cannot charge interest on a loan. It is haram, right? Okay. What but. I'm saying is the guidance of how it is we interact with the very human experiences that we have changes dramatically when we talk about the cultures that we encounter. All right, so my cousin stayed in Dubai for for a hot moment. For sure. Um, and everybody is rich in Dubai because that's where the rich people go. All right. So when I pull up and I have three Bentleys and you only have one Bentley, I'm going to make fun of you because I got three and you got one, which is a form of bullying. No, all your shit, we can have that. But I'm still going to crack on you because it's, I got more than it's you. It's different, though, because like at the end of the day, if I can afford a Bentley, you're the fucking idiot for buying three of them. You only got two hands and one foot that I can actually drive. So <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's how people view money. I, it, but that's because we view that's money in a very things. specific way here, and that's what I'm getting at. What I'm saying is, I when I'm a sheik and I and I and I and I'll, I have Michael Jackson in my fucking right. But if wife. I'm royalty, I'm supposed to be better than you. It doesn't give me but, any pleasure to well, to dunk on you. Billionaires because play my billionaire royalty game. status is only that's because billionaires still you play billionaire don't games. Cool. Cut my fucking like, head off. You can have a million dollars, and I can have. Five hundred thousand. You feel me? I really don't give a fuck about what you're yeah. talking about. Because at the end of the day, like, if you got if thirty million, I got twenty three million. For some help, I got that. You feel me? If my sister called me it and asked for some help, it ain't I got that, that. You feel me? So I don't. It it's don't not really that matter. Close, all, all, you, you, all I'm saying, I, I respect your point. I respect your opinion. Holla at me when you got ten billion, and then I got twenty billion, and I stun on you when I pull up in my. Two story jet and you in a little bitty jet. I get you, but that's the thing. That's That's cool. But they all cost the same. And at the end of the day, if you got ten billion or twenty, listen, if you got ten billion to twenty billion, I bet I still can afford the same one you got. Because you're not about to, you're not about to go that fucking crazy. You can. 
But you, you not, might I, really I like boats. You. I don't like boats that much. I might have a little piece of shit that takes me out to take the little floozies out for for a weekend. You might have a whole yacht because you want to go out there for months on end and have a full staff. Have a chef on board. Let me tell you, know you something. When, when your floozy <laughs> see me in my big yacht, she my floozy now. Right. But what if I got a bigger house? She my she floozy might on really the yacht. Like houses. She my floozy on the yacht. That's cool. It's like, <laughs> look, though, look. But that's what I'm saying. No, as far as, you, again, I'll perspective you, specifically. Like, I'm not saying that Dubai is oh, a, 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 a cultural place where everything is much better than America. No, what I'm saying is, is that it's very different than how it is they, that they interact with money, how it is they interact with the people. Because how they interact with the people is the product of thousands of years specifically of the monarchy, right? The monarchy only survives if the people are happy. Because you know what happens when people aren't happy? They, they cut them niggas' heads off. Yeah, they overthrow It's you. consequences. It's not like here where the president is a piece of shit. Ah, we're going to wait three years and vote him out. No, they will come to your house. They will kill your entire family to make sure that nobody else is left to get revenge. And then they're going to reinstate whoever it is the fuck they feel is in power. Right? Specifically saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying that to say specifically, and again, how we deploy and how we interact with violence and bullying and things of that nature is very cultural of America because, like, it's so easy to do here. You know what I'm saying? It's so very easy to do here. We have more guns than people here. That's a fact. But there has been wars been fighting all over the world. Right. There's a huge difference in every other culture between war and daily survival. Daily survival here is bleak. Daily Daily survival in other places, depending on where you are, is something that's a group united effort to make sure that it is everybody is taken care of. But what we think poverty is here. Is fucking luxury anywhere else? Niggas be crying broke inside of an apartment with a cell phone while watching cable, and they got a car. That's like, true. That's not the same broke in India. Right, but that's is that, that a problem building. of how they interact with money, or is that a problem with how money is distributed? Both. I would disagree because you just said they in an apartment, they got cable, they got a cell phone, they got everything that's necessary in order well, for them. I'm to saying survive. when you said you said survivor here is right, beat. but they feel like they broke. But they got indoor plumbing. They got shoes. We have indoor plumbing. Other places they don't. I'm saying specifically an example that you you were referencing as far as here. But I'm using that as a a perspective to juxtapose against the specific conditions in which places are in in a state of infinite warfare. Because if you're in a state of infinite warfare, ain't no Nike. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no Adidas. Any shoes that we get are flown in from someplace else, right? Because we ain't got the motherfucking infrastructure or nor the societal structure, nor the money in order for these things to actually be here and us to just casually go to the store and get them. We got to get them bitches at the distribution center. We got to wait for these niggas to come and drop their shit off with a helicopter, et cetera, et cetera. We living in a state of actual war if we're doing that. We gotta wait for, we ain't got no motherfucking fields in order to go our own food and have food here. We gotta wait for the next drop from whoever, whatever humanitarian society decided that, ah, oh, man, we'll take pity on these niggas. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying all this to get to a point. I'm saying all this to, to get to the point of specifically it requires a very specific outwards perspective for people to understand how good that they have it here in a sense. And I feel like the things that we need to change about here are very easily tangibly changed if we just really start to ask the questions, which is what you do in therapy, which is what you do in all the other stuff. I'm not going to that corny fucking corner of whatever the fuck it is we got going on, but I'm saying specifically, and I'm bringing that back 
to rap camp because we got rap niggas in the building. Come on, P. Hey, come what on, up, P. Duh? What up, though? Yeah, big cousin in the building. Um, I'm saying all that to say. I'm saying all that to say specifically why it is I decided to go um, this route with Rap Camp because so it's a pleasure, homie. Good to see all of us being from Detroit, um, and pro- to quote probably the most prolific verse of last year is "Rappers die too much." That was the whole verse. That's it. Rappers die too much. Most prolific verse of most, most prolific verse of 2022. Rappers die too much. Day, like me being an artist for real, for real like. Rappers die too much because they put themselves in positions like they don't really think about like they got shit to lose. Like, why am I about to go somewhere else in another nigga city and go gamble 50000 if I know like I got people at home I got to take care of? You feel me? Like me personally, like. That's what I mean by how we interact with money. I don't specifically really go out here. like that. I don't really care about like that shit. Like, you feel me? Like, if I'm not, I'm not really going to a club unless I'm getting paid to be there. Like, it ain't no really point. At that point, like, you just risking it. And that's why I feel like that should happen like that. Like, I think I heard risky. 50 Cent say something like that. Like, it's a nigga like you in every city that you go to. Like, you got a chain on and you willing to get busy to keep your chain. But it's a young nigga just like you real willing to get busy to take that bitch off your neck. Yeah. You just got to mitigate. You got to mitigate the bullshit. That's all that is. But I feel you. Like, you know, clearly I don't have 50 racks sitting in the bank today. But what I'm what I would say is like I feel you. I I go out, but like if I I carry just because I live in Detroit and I feel like same the shit dangerous and you got to carry. Yeah. But like if I'm out with a woman, I'm I don't necessarily want to go to a nice ass dinner with a young lady and feel like I got to carry my pistol. Like if I got to do shit like that, like babe, we probably should just stay in the house. Like to be fair, there's certain to be- places that I move to, like yeah. I don't need to carry a gun when I go. To fucking Flemings for dinner, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. that, your gun you for? Think, you so think? who your gun for? Oh, it's for me. No, I'm saying. Oh, it's for. Oh, it's a nigga killing machine. What you? What you mean? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. so your gun for black folks. <laughs> I mean, niggas is synonymous. Like, it don't have to be just black folk. But I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can formally defend yourself against a police officer if you're in. Oh yeah, for sure. So you're not taking your gun. It's like you feel me. Fuck, like it don't matter. Well, let me let me just say this. I'm not taking my gun inside of Flemings. My okay, gun cool. is my my gun is still in the vehicle. What I got my gun in the car right <laughs> now, and <laughs> I'm in Oak Park amongst nothing but family. I trust me, I get it. Like specifically, now, like, what you gonna say, Jay? Because I was like, why you leave me your gun in the car? Oh what God, is, what, why? what kind of help is gonna do you in the car when a problem in front? Why of you, you bring it if you are gonna leave it in the car? I just feel like it's. I don't in, go nowhere. I need it in the in, grand scheme in, of things. I'm just saying, like, if in I can that, help it in that type of environment. I'm hoping at a white tablecloth establishment, I ain't got to drop a body. What if a nigga come in here and shoot that bitch up? And you there, gunless. I know. <laughs> dead. I, was, I, was, dead. I, I don't know if you know that. I don't know if you know, but that's like, a very American fear. I mean, or somebody can walk in this bitch with a bomb strapped to their chest. That's another country fear. You feel me? It, it all depends. You I think that's say the difference between twenty seconds and two sticklers. <laughs> sticklers. You feel me? Or somebody depends. can walk in this bitch and stab everybody up. 
because nobody was going here stabbing everybody. And you stickless. <laughs> in, the U, in the UK, it's, it's stabbings all, are at an all time high. I'm hip, but and they're asking for stricter knife control. I'm hip, but we in Oak Park, and you sitting here stickless. <laughs> Oak Park, as in saying what? Because my homegirl's son just got shot in Oak Park like six times. Was he at Shop Talk Podcast Studios? If so, a, I need to go get my gun right now. <laughs> he was at his high school in Oak Park after a game. That's what I'm saying about the culture here. That's fucking. Cr- Listen to what the fuck you just said. That's fucking crazy. Anywhere else in the world, but it's, it's just not, such. A, here, it's not. That's no, the, why te- it's crazy. What I'm telling you is that is not crazy anywhere else in the That's world. Dark. If I explain this to somebody right now who lives in British Virgin Islands, they be like, "What the fuck is wrong with y'all?" I'll go to Kingston, Jamaica, and say that shit is wild. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, Tell, to, I'm go, getting go down. To Kingston I'm getting and say, down. Like, to the yo, point. it's wild that a nigga got a gun. I'm and getting, we're getting. I'm, I'm he getting stickless. Get, you have to give me a moment. I'm getting to that. These well, are I'm very specific been a long fears. way around the point. Listen, no, I no, I'm just saying specifically like how it is that we interact with shit here as far as the city goes. And again, to tie that back into what it is, yeah, absolutely. Um, to tie that back into why it is I do what it is I do is because we have a fucked reputation. <laughs> we have a fucked up reputation here because crazy shit happens and we just like, ah, that's Detroit. Fuck it. Can't yeah. do nothing about it. I'm going to go ahead and make but sure you, I'm strapped. Like I'm going to make sure my kids are strapped. Same thing et cetera, et cetera. Like, you so me? They I do the same thing people. in Houston. I'm I hip, follow a lot of people There's online, a very big difference like, between us and California because California is a multiple industry, like, specifically spot where like, you have Silicon that. Valley. Niggas still be getting killed in Cali. I, I get all that. I get what it. I'm saying but what I'm saying is there's also important industry there that we don't have here. You don't think it's important industry here? I think there's important industry here, but there's a distinctive difference between what it is we experience here as a consequence of living here. It may not. What it is they experience there because there is a proximity to specifically when we talk about California. Man, go go talk to somebody who lives in East Cleveland. Like, it's the same experience. I got homies in East Cleveland. It's the same experience. This is the Midwest. Well, look, somebody (laughs) from East Cleveland would be like, only in East Cleveland. And then somebody in Detroit would be like... Only in Detroit, right? But what's the what's the com- right? But like, what's the comparison between these particular people? Somebody got murdered. But what's the comparison between these two people's? What do you mean? Lives, right? <laughs> this shit happens amongst poor people in general. Okay, right? I don't. I'm keep in mind. I'm not speaking from a perspective of not knowledge, not acknowledging these things. Like my, I minored in sociology because I wanted to figure out why the fuck <laughs> it's so fucked up at home. But <laughs> then I found out no, it's fucked up everywhere, and it's fucked up everywhere specifically again because when you have a poverty culture and you have a disrespect culture, that's what happens. What we are at the crossroads of as far as where it comes to living in the Midwest is that we come from a space that had immense power and respect and money for the entirety of the 20th century. And the 21st century rolled around and all that shit vanished. Nobody fucking cares anymore. All that shit went out to California. All that shit went down to Texas. All that shit went down to Mexico. All that shit went up to Canada because they signed these forms and these bills in order to remove the power from this very centralized place that not only won multiple wars, but continued to create for the very first time a middle class in America that was not professionally trained. I get that. And I I, I don't want to discount that. But like. Yo, motherfuckers been poor in this country. Black people been poor in this country for a long fucking time. Absolutely. And but let me ask you this. Wait, what wait, happened between now and the 60s? But wait. So black people been 
even after reconstruction when we was probably at our like black people been poor in this country for a long time absolutely it ain't the poverty portion of it you feel me something else is going on when you live in a poverty culture and a disrespect culture and disrespect culture goes all the way up from here down with well, the regular we lived people in a disrespect culture because we was owned Beyond right. that, but that's what I'm saying. It goes from beyond just us on the ground to the people all the way highest up in the offices. These niggas wake up every morning trying to figure out. I'll tell you what the actual problem is. This is a spiritual problem. Like, that's you not too you, different you than got, what I'm saying, but go ahead. I'm saying you got a problem like where you don't, you, we don't got a spiritual connection with whatever the higher power is, and everybody is doing whatever they want. We I would say, doing what I would God say further will. than that, that there is no spirit as a consequence of spirit being a group Come experience. Come on, there's a mic right there. Come on. I would say that specifically, spirit is a very group experience, and that's what I'm saying. Spirit can't survive in an environment that is specifically a disrespect culture. When you go down from everybody here on the lowest end who is just working, trying to survive, to the motherfuckers at the very, very top, and every single last one of them, if you look at it, it's a very specific it's a ideology. It's a very specific culture that they partake in that gets them to that point because nobody can be at the very top unless they're representative of the people at the very bottom it doesn't work that way and it works that way only specifically in cultures like ours where specifically when you look at but when you who say we ours, elect as president has to be somebody who is popular somebody who is popular has to be relatable Somebody who is relatable has to be somebody who has, or ain't, at least, ain't fakes it real good when it comes to the experience about Sleepy Joe. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? But that's the beauty of it. That's why we're. That's how you know that we're at a point of immense change because we have a culture on the ground that doesn't match the culture at the top, which is why we the have culture this immense culture war. It never matches what's at the top because the people at the top. Oh no, I would disagree. I have a, I have a billion hot takes. I believe that. Trump is a perfect example and encapsulation of everything I'm talking about when I say American culture and why it is so toxic and pervasive. I don't believe American culture is just disenfranchised white man. And that's to me what what Trump represents. But that's a specific. Remember, I said we don't talk about perspective a lot on this episode. (laughs) That's a very specific perspective, right? Because you have that aspect, but you also have an immense aspect, specifically when it comes to Trump of. He had the support of black people in black art for a very long time. He was a Democrat for a very long time. In the grand scheme of things, when I you mean, actually rappers, examine his, and when you examine his, him out in a in a, in a rap lyric, it's not support. I'm hip, but you gotta let me finish. You feel me? I'm, but, you gotta but, let me finish. But I don't want you, you to build on a false pretense, right? That's a very, but no, I'm that pretense in, is true in well, a sense of specifically because the only reason he was shouted out is because he was seen as somebody who had things, and he also gave and money. Hip hop is a culture that's specifically gone to the very top as a consequence of people that have told these stories and created these modern myths of what it's like to have things we said earlier just a moment <laughs> ag- we said just a moment ago about how if you got a yacht and you get 30 bitches on that yacht but i got a yacht and i can only get five bitches on that yacht you are winning because you got 30 bitches on a yacht then, that's then, exactly what i'm talking but about you, but you gotta step up you gotta step up your bitch getting skills then but that's why it's such a perfect encapsulation of again how the fuck did we elect president this ain't Completely insane. The president person. not getting no bitches. To, to, I don't want to go in depth about that. There's so much I can say right now that would be, but nah, fuck that. In any case, what I'm saying, <laughs> you telling me Joe Biden 
get bitch. Did you say? Did you hear me say at the beginning of this Don't conversation that finger. we're at a point where the culture at the bottom doesn't match the culture at the top? That's why such radical changes are happening so, so quickly. Well, when did the culture? Has it ever? I believe the culture shifted directly as soon as we got to the point of about probably the end of Obama's term where nigga, people stopped you faking. You talking about 2000? In fact, no, no, I'll go further back. I'll say the culture shifted very first time specifically when it comes to about the culture shift. This, his question is, yes. where did the, when did the culture at the bottom match at the top? What point in time? Oh, it absolutely matched with Trump. Y'all are crazy if you say it didn't. Match. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm understanding mm-hmm. that. Because when you say match, meaning the common person, that's what at least what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, of course. I think Trump. Half the country don't vote. This Every is, year. Yeah, so you can't even tell me that the common person is this because yeah. half the country don't vote. So, let me, so, let's, so let's break that down. Half the country doesn't vote, right? Yeah. But half the country does vote, right? Right. Within that. The half the country that does vote votes why? They vote on popular opinion. No, no, no. Why do they vote? I can because they believe that it works. Because they believe that it works. Correct. No, right. They do. The people that vote vote because the they think their vote don't count. think that it works. The black people is voting because they got they got the right to vote and they never gonna not vote. I disagree. I disagree. Some, I only voted the, twice in my life. I'm talking about some of these people who are lifelong Democrats or life whatever, like. Your mom probably gonna vote. They gonna vote forever, they no matter what, because they, they believe gonna, that their vote counts, and, though. No, but they never gonna vote Republican, correct? They because what they vote. were told. A lot of them don't even believe. Vote not a habit. Vote not a cultural shit, but correct. not because I think this Listen, process works. Correct. Because most people don't even think the process through that much. But because I, I you think, know that you're not even correct. voting. But I think some of what he said. I'm not sure I agree with you. All I didn't anymore. finish the point, so okay. I don't blame you. I'm gonna say I think that's why Trump. Represent America I don't think he represent The people at the bottom But I do think He represented America in, in his purest form Because he would Trump would do And say whatever I don't think Trump Is racist or anything Like I think Trump Will be whatever he needs to be To get what he wants All he care about Is the money I don't think he hate Black people I don't think he love White people uh, If it's about money I think he would turn On either either side that's When the he beauty needs of it. to I don't think YNJ but, does Perks as much as The song says That's but the epitome that's Of the America word, though But he don't represent works, he don't represent the person at the bottom though. He, he don't represents, even represent the people that take perks. He represents this country's <laughs> mentality, I would say. The way this country operates. Absolutely. You're saying the, the exactly. popular vote, listen, the popular yeah. vote literally wins the election, right? Yes, absolutely. No. Right? Or the electoral no. vote. Correct. But they only the go to the countries, college. I mean the uh, states that have uh they want to win the states that have more. Electoral of college the, votes correct. based on the Population Correct. of it, that it particular state that. And, and the popularity of you the can't get six niggas in Correct. one room to agree. So f- for anybody to think they but know that's a one very second, specific though. American perspective. So before for you to think that the average person thinks a particular way, you wrong. No, because no, we no, can't no, get no, no. Six that's, average, that's not what I'm positing. That's not what I'm positing. That's not what I'm positing. What I'm positing is specifically when it comes to whether or not something is representative of something or not. Right. So again. As we stated earlier, before and dog, I, I, I am lost. I don't even wait, know what, what the question point you're was. Trying to arrive did it ever? Right now. You said that Trump matched the people at the bottom. The per he was the person, the yeah. closest thing to, I believe you said, or the thing that represented Damn, this the country, bottom. At this the top. country old as fuck, and we, and talking we never about had shit. one. We talking about you talking about you. You mentioned Obama. You talking about from 2008 through right now. Okay, let's just say I, I'll I'll give you that. I don't, but I'll give you that. Right. <laughs> Fam, you're not old enough to understand the, the 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 dynamics in this country and what when the 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 people at the top match the people down at the bottom. It's you not a matter. It's not a matter of top as far as Don't what it is words. they live, right? But you gotta let me finish the points, otherwise it won't make sense. 
specifically in the context of what it is I'm saying, right? The messaging, right? The actions, the how it is that you actually in some way, shape, or form move is absolutely important in order to get to the top. I made a reference right now specifically in jest. I made a reference right now specifically in jest, right? I said, I know why NJ don't do all the perks that he's talking about in that song. It's not mm-hmm. physically possible. He wouldn't be able to Tory, wouldn't be able to go out here and do his job, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. We already have heard from future out of future mouth that he don't do all the motherfucking drugs he's talking about. But he has the messaging that matches it and it resonates with people because that's what they're into. It resonates with, with people who take drugs, up. though. I, wait, very no, beyond, beyond that, there's plenty of people, people. who've never taken a Percocet that can't fucking wait for Mask Off to come off at the concert. But yeah. that's what I'm saying as but far as like the illusion specific... of what it is that's happening specifically in that context. When we're talking about how a Trump gets elected in America, we're talking about again, uh, we're talking about the half of the people that vote, right? The ones that the, do. He the ones that do vote. Right. The ones that do vote actually believe that their vote counts. Correct. And in turn, they're rewarded for I it. I didn't vote and I don't think that, my shit count. So I don't, don't <laughs> I know my shit don't count. Then why do you but vote? That's not because I could be wrong. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Wait a minute, dog. Which one is it? I'd rather you say to because be fair, my ancestors fair, died I, for I, my right to, fair, to do this. No, no, no. I think, no, no, I think two on. things can be true. Like, yeah. I, I'm with you. Like just in case, I don't. I don't vote every election, and I don't. I don't give a fuck what people feel about that shit. Like I don't always get out. I don't vote. either. Like yeah. I vote. I when, can't fault y'all for that on a personal one to one level. I can't fault y'all for that. No, yeah. I voted for Kwame and Obama the first time. That was the only two times I first voted. First time in I my didn't life. vote was when Obama Never. was a. Uh, you was did a, not vote. I did not vote. That's the one. Of, that's the first time I sat out. Come I on, man. Why? Long story. Okay. Okay. Off I air. vote every time Off because air. specifically I'm there to vote mostly for like the local shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the military. That's the most important, like, though. That's the most important thing I'm that's there for. That's what everybody say. Because that's it's, what a, it's, a, you. it's a it's a it's a nice platitude and you can virtual signal and say, hey, the local vote. But you don't know shit about none of your judges. Because uh, we know, don't take the time to. But, you know what I'm saying? So the, everybody say it. But you gotta you But gotta, you don't know. You gotta understand only. Like speak. you don't know all the the not not you personally. Yeah, yeah. But like you don't know <laughs> all like, 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 for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we say that shit because <laughs> it's it sounds like some shit you're supposed to say. Oh, but, I vote for the local, but you don't know nothing about the local. But, 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 but why yeah. we? I'm sorry. But why don't we know enough about the local? We study the president. People haven't put in the investment yep. to find out the information. Is that a Correct. cultural problem? Yes. Is absolutely. it a cultural that's edu- problem? No, that's an education problem. No, 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 Because education is a part of culture. I want to answer that. I want to answer that. I feel. Is it a cultural problem? No, it is a personal. Personal pride. Thank you. Because I when I go, when I go to the polls, just me, Damon. When I go to the polls, I vote for my personal interest. But is there a cultural consequence or a personal consequence? There's a personal, personal. There's a personal. So there's cons- only a personal consequence. Ain't saying now, only. I, I'm, not, not, no, no, I, I'm not. I'm not saying only. But for me, it's a personal. Co- I look at the judges because I didn't spent the last 10, 12 years in and out of court. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. dead ass. Yeah. I'm dead ass. I didn't spent the last 10, 12 years in and out of court. When I look at 36 district court mm. judges, I do some research because I need to know who I'm going to go see. Yeah. Because I'm still dealing with open. No, just real shit. I'm still no, dealing I'm with yeah. dealing with open cases that yeah. I got to that I got to tie in. So I need to know perspective yeah. when when i was living out in canton i got into a lot of trouble out in canton a lot of trouble and when i was living out there i definitely looked into local judges shit i 
Nigga, I saw one judge so much we would like I would see him out for lunch. We would address each other by first name because I seen that nigga so much. Jeez. I I research things from my own personal knowledge so I know what I'm dealing with and I can make an educated vote. But I'ma also say like it's some it's some shit I don't give a fuck about. It's on the ballot. Either I'ma select yeah. that that open one and then shade that in, or I'ma go any mini money mo. I like the name of this hoe. And then yeah. I vote for them. I'm hip Dang. and I, I will agree. say this out of all the shit we saying it always boils down to personal accountability because I That's am not a the, very American perspective. No, nigga, that God judges you. I don't give a fuck what your culture right. did. I'm going to judge you based on your actions. Me personally, I'm going to judge you based on your actions. Correct. Not everybody in right. here, but everybody is looking for a reason to point somewhere else. Well, the reason I'm like this is because of my culture. No, nigga, you make a decision every fucking day right. whether you're going to do something or Correct. you don't do something. You have 100% control and authority of your life. If you want to follow after future and do perks and do a lot of yeah. shit, that's up to you. You can but blame it on the culture of the music. Future. What I'm but, saying but is, that's a culture. I, I don't do. I don't. I don't. You do, got that's what I'm saying. Hold on. Hold on. I, hold on. I, I don't, no, that's, that's not what you're saying. Though. No. No. Hold on. You putting on. Got to wait. You got to wait. You got to wait. I don't do. Wait. I don't do Let no. Mind, I don't do no perks. I don't see future live by myself like three times. And nigga, when mask off, go on. Nigga, I'm I'm going dumb. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. When I hear layup, I fuck on that bitch and I layup. I'm going dumb. And then I like that shit. My point though. Right, because again, but he understands the things that we're doing. Though. Right, some of us do understand it's entertainment. Correct, absolutely. Some of us do not, and that's a personal problem. Correct, but you have to, but you have to level with me specifically in the context of what it is that I'm trying to get across here. Right? We're not sure. You got to wait for me to finish. <laughs> I haven't taken a long way around. My, no, no, I haven't. I, we didn't draw the Flint and back, homie. We didn't draw the Flint and back. <laughs> Bring it in on the home. Of, in the grand scheme of things, and specifically, ain't talk shit about rap. And specifically, to tie it back into what it rap. is, <laughs> I mean, he probably got to pee. Y'all yeah. been smoking. He been drinking. He lightweight. Why, um, why you gotta blame me on the smoking part? <laughs> Y'all been smoking. I haven't been smoking, so I was very specific in what. Anyway, when I came, you excluded. I'm mostly separate. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. Um, specifically, what I'm what it is I'm trying to get across is why does Future get to the top with a song about Percocets when the vast majority of people do not do Percocets? Because it sound good. Because when I'm on my level, that's the type of shit I want to listen yeah. to. Same I like my hip hop about drugs, <laughs> bitches, and guns. That's what I like to that's hear rap music exactly about. Exactly why Trump got to the top because he was about drugs, yeah, bitches, and guns. But that's, I didn't vote for that's, Trump. Love that but shit. see, that's because he represents. To me, the epitome of this country. Yes. Not, but wait, you're that's, right. But wait, that's not that's not the person at the bottom being. Uh, I'm sorry, the person at the top representing the person at the bottom, though, is what I'm no, saying. No, exactly. So my, this, exactly only in this country, when you this is about to go Trump back. won because he was entertaining. I'm sorry. Oh no, you're fine. I'm, I'm just saying he was no, entertaining. That's how he won. Or, to be honest with you, or, or he was entertaining. Or um, one side got very comfortable and. When Hillary Clinton ran the first time and didn't get selected, mm -hmm. then we wanted a better candidate. And then you didn't give us a better candidate. And you threw anybody on there thinking that your base is going to vote anywhere. No, no, no. Hold on. no Some no, people say, no. don't tell me no, because I heard Wait. people in both of these right, parties tell me this specifically. Right. It can't be no. Right. So when they tell you specifically the of the two. why we voted right. this go. particular way, that's say, the answer. Say, but Jay Johnson, Johnson you can't say that the people at the bottom have no personal accountability. And then when I say we have no, as a specific, and specifically in the context of why Hillary was a candidate. 
which I don't necessarily agree with the best policy, as we saw. Specifically when it comes to this, right? There is a such thing as personal accountability. There is yeah. such thing as personal choices. But that personal accountability and personal choices is all within the vacuum of the culture because otherwise you'd be ostracized and it wouldn't matter. And that's your, cho- and that's your right? decision. Because so if somebody you can be is ostracized a fir- or not, that's your personal decision. You know I what? Agree. This pressure is too much. I'm going to fold in and do what everybody else is doing. That's a personal choice. I agree. But why am I folding? What am I folding against? You if, not, if not, if, hold on. Because you was too weak. Hold on. If not the culture, what am I folding against? I don't. I don't put everything under the culture. That that's fair. I'm using that as a very specific general term under, yeah. these, under specifically in this context. What I'm saying is, and what I've learned is, when it comes to these sorts of things, and it's tied all back to rap can, which is the reason we're here. <laughs> um, when it Boy, comes, that to, was a long time, brother. <laughs> I never miss when it comes to bringing it back home to what it's about in the grand scheme of things. This better be. I good. started Knocking this out the park. shit because rappers die too much. Yeah. Hold on, right? Hold on, Some hold rappers on, hold, die too much. Hold on, hold I can on. point to we, eight we, people we went, younger we, than me who have died in the last five years who are rappers. So, well, so what was their music about, bro? That's what, what I'm saying about the they culture. Hey, yo, I know this. That's what I'm saying. I know it's gonna sound insensitive. Hold on, but why is it gonna sound insensitive into who? Niggas die every day. <laughs> shot how every many, day, where? <laughs> Everywhere. No, 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 no. How many engine? No, no, no. How many machine workers die? Not in the same context. How many machine workers die? That's not in the same context, Jay Johnson. That's what I'm saying. Bad faith. Rappers die every day. Well, every nigga. No, no. Rappers die too much. Everybody die too much. If that's the case. That profession, you know, there, there, there's no number of statistics you can tell me to say rappers' death are up because everybody in the rap Jay, and everybody considers themselves a rapper. Jay Johnson, there's about eight rappers. And I can give you 10 niggas who die from cancer. Now what? People with cancer die too much. Are you saying People, they die because they're rappers? I'm saying that they die as a consequence of the culture that they are born into because what, specifically when it comes to people who Some are Some are product of my environment? Specifically when people are born deal. into... A very specific culture. Not only is it their personal responsibility for their safety, but it's the group that they are born into's responsibility for their health and safety. I have been specifically the going. Perfect world. Not even the perfect world. We can hop two countries over and they will tell you probably the same exact thing. It's no now we get a lot of we, probabilities and maybe it's no, not a responsibility to take care of me and or my because there will always me. Yours. Can I? And can I can I bring this home with something very important right now? There's always an exception and a rule. True. When there where there is an exception, right? We cannot use that to delegitimize the rule. Who? What's the rule that you're trying to say? It varies depending on what it is. What's the rule about. that you're trying to say right now? The rule <laughs> the rule of American culture is every man for himself, and if you don't, Correct. in some way, shape, or form. Do the work that is necessary to make it work. You have failed as a person. Right? It's not that way in other places. There are there are numerous other examples where that rule is absolutely foreign to the entire population of that place. And there are a, a bunch more than that. I am work, aware, but eat. that's what I'm saying as far as the exception and the rule. I think and the, why the context. The rule has always been you don't work, you don't eat. But you live here, Jay Johnson. And if here, you don't work, you don't eat. It's a capitalist. 
Society. Not always true. Some it's a lot of people that don't work at all. It's people right now at home masturbating oh, tens of the thousands of dollars. Are they the uh, exception? That's or the, the beauty of it. They're the exception. But it's the rule is you don't work, you don't eat. But the exception is that there's some people who just literally don't do shit. They can eat just existing. As long as they keep breathing this air, as long as they remain 20-something, they can continue to do whatever it is they want. Not gonna that's the exception. But yes, exactly. I agree. That's I not agree. the average person. I agree. You are big, you're, you're 100% on point yeah. with what it is that I'm trying to get across here. Rappers <laughs> die too much, and that's the rule here. And that shit should be an exception. So that what is shit rap should be in what is exception. rap doing to save niggas' lives? That's what I think. I think the I, because the rappers who be getting killed. No offense to anybody. A lot of their music of is about death and killing, though, or drugs. But they not getting rap. They not getting killed over a rap verse. Oh, you said this is my song. Let me come kill you. They get killed over some other Fam, shit. I'm saying Fam, if, they, on, if, on, if on, I'm gonna talk about guns, drug, it. killing, and all this all I'm day. Hip. If I OD, get shot, get killed. I'm hip. Hold on. Like, hold on. I'll give you one. Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. The movie. The movie. You gotta follow me down. Mm -hmm. What is Nightmare on Elm Street, Street about? Oh, Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger killing kids. Blah, 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 right. right? Come on, man. So, you, gotta, you can't I, take I, us down another street. Okay. No, no, okay. no. I have to because again, perspective. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's essential because perspective, perspective, perspective. Right. Wes Craven makes movies about killing teenagers. Correct. Okay. Boogeymen. Correct. Spirit specters just murdering teenagers for having sex. Correct. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. Who who's trying to pull up and, and, and run down a West Craven? I don't understand the correlation. So you're saying That's the beauty of it. You don't understand art, the correlation. So his art is about death and killing, but he's nobody's trying to kill him. But 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 see, have listen, you ever now have here's you the ever exception in, in your life. Hold on. Have you ever in your life heard somebody say Man, fuck Wes Craven. We should pull up on Wes Craven. No. The exceptions Craven, and the rules. Wes Craven is not culture. doing what Look, he's culture. not doing. He's not That's acting out what's in his depicting. films. He is These rappers are acting out what's he in their is music. Depicting though. violent death. Correct. No, on a, listen, on you know who watch all his movies? You know who right? watch all his movies and do that kind of stuff? Jeffrey Dahmer and people like that. They Jeffrey watch Dahmer, those movies. Jeffrey they, Dahmer listen, died before. Hold on. I'm, before I'm, I'm not saying specifically. I'm saying when you watch that, what movie was he showing his victims before Jeffrey he killed Dahmer them? Jeffrey Dahmer died showing before them like Nightmare that. on Elm Street. Is, listen, that, is that what you just said? Listen. He was showing them. Hold on, hold on. He was showing them that movie. The um, what was it? The Exorcist or something like that. He would have them sit down and watch that movie, and it was known that he watched those movies over and over. So that art did affect him. Listen, Correct. people don't watch movies over and over like we listen to music. You can't get in your car and really watch a movie like that. But you can play a song over and over until it it does affect you. You know, mentally or psychologically. But if you watch a movie over and over, you can be affected also, by that. People, people have watched people, The Office they, on they Netflix have, like 40 people times. People have also... And they usually silly people or funny people. And also, I music, know a lot of them are not fucking music funny. stimulates a portion of the brain that nothing else does. They people they hook people's brain up to an encephalograph. Correct. Says, music reaches pieces and portions of the brain that nothing else does. It's not the same medium it's to sound, the same right? medium. Correct. It's not but the same medium. Right. But it's not, sound. But right? there are it's still affecting people in one way or another though. Wes Craven may nobody might not be trying to kill him, but the people who watch the movies over and over might be trying to kill people, if that makes sense. The same way these artists might not be doing what they say in their songs, but when they make these songs, the people that's listening to them are trying to perform what they talking about. And he, when he talk about them pills, these young kids going to really try to take these that's pills. Whether he's not you see what I'm saying? 
it still aff- art affects us. <laughs> like you landed the plane. <laughs> no, no. So there's so there's so there's these there's music videos. Yeah. These music videos are pretty much every large song over the course of the last ten years. Is that safe to say? Longer than that, yeah. These music videos have hundreds of millions of views, no? Billions, correct. Probably the, probably the biggest shit on YouTube as a consequence of rap being the biggest genre in the world right now, right? Okay. Something like that. Within that. Do you think that anybody has watched these music videos more than they've watched Nightmare on Elm Street? Yes. You are wilding, sir, but I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Specifically in the context of how many... <laughs> Times would they have to watch Nightmare on Elm Street before they decided we should ride down on West Craven? It doesn't happen. The reason that it doesn't happen is because again, there is a rule that there is a very I specific. You, I think you, I think you, you gotta let me finish it. You gotta let me finish. No, 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 no. I, I think didn't say the rule. So how can I change it? No, I'm saying I think you're being disingenuous though, because let's say, it, let's just say ahead. let's just say drill music, right? Mm-hmm. It's a very specific That's a very specific exception to the culture though cuz dr- it's literally called drill music. It's literally not called rap. Rap music, is drill music uh, not a form of rap. It's literally called drill music for what for what reason? Isn't drill music not a form of rap? Because they I'm run asking. in drills, right? Mm-hmm. It's very it's the rule within the culture of drill music so that has been established. Do you know why gangster rap was banned? So what is rap to you then? What is what does rap mean? Rap being an act at being a a, a, a a skill the same way that no, Atlanta you tra- gotta classify it as a genre. Genre. You just told us that drill music is an exception, and then you're saying gangster rap is an exception. What is rap? You mean? gotta let me finish the sentence. Okay. If I say that rap is a thing that you do the same as going a trombone, playing a clarinet, playing a flute, would anybody disagree? Gangster somebody- rap is the same thing. Would anybody disagree with the fact that if I say somebody can rap is the same as saying somebody can play the flute? No, it's not the same thing. No, I don't believe it's the same shit either. You don't believe? Right. That's I know, but that's the important part, right? Why don't you consider it the same thing? They two because when I, hit a, when I hit a... <laughs> of course, they're different things, but I'm saying... When I hit an E-sharp... If I rap E-sharp versus a, I play the flute... No, no. Both of these are skill techniques so, that so require no, no, studying. No, but, but hold on, hold on. Hold on. Sheet music... conversation supposed she, to be going? Um, <laughs> sheet, sheet music is universal. An E-flat here is the same as but an E-flat why is it universal? No, let's stop. Why is it universal? Because E... No. Wait. No, let him I'm answer. Let, the, no, let him answer. Why is it universal? Because it doesn't change. It's just it trans. Why doesn't it change? Because it's a it's not, a wait, Jay Johnson. Yeah, that's, 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 that's trying to get us to the promised land. Uh, We're not wait. going to the promised land, my nigga. Listen, look, it's Moses music. left. Moses it's like, left. It's like I'm re- <laughs> listen, <laughs> shit music. Why won't you let him finish? Let him finish. It's so obvious, and that's why nobody, everybody, looking at you crazy no, no, because no. sheet music is sheet music. It's E flat followed by. Okay, Jay. Since you want to answer, why is sheet music the standard? So everybody can understand it. No matter what. So the reason, let me answer. No, no, you. no. Why did it become the standard? Because there were other methods. There were whoa, other whoa, methods whoa, of teaching whoa, music whoa, whoa, before whoa. that point, right? Teaching music and how you read music and how you play Even music. Even reading music you- was a different skill set. It was okay, a different I'm, thing you did. I'm not talking about what was. I'm talking about what is. 
Yeah. Okay. How we read and interpret sheet music is universal. But how we were is how we got here. And I'm trying to get. I'm trying to drill down to why this is important. Look, look, look as far as standardization, look, you're look, right. Hold on. Hold but on. I want you to understand why you're correct. I don't. Let, let me. Let me yeah, just say. Let, let me just say a few things. Why I'm correct is because I'm right about 90% of the shit that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, I don't know where the point is going to, but look, bro, we talked about a lot of points and I don't know where we at. I feel like I'm on 696 going the wrong way right now. <laughs> so, All I so, ask is why is sheet music the standard of how it is we read music? I don't know. That's no, that was never the, 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 the justification. You said is rapping the same as playing the instrument. And I you said, said no because said, there's a standard. Let me say why right? I said no. Go ahead. Because playing an instrument like a flute is when I play Mary Had a Little Lamb and Eat Sharp, no matter who around here picks up the flute and plays Mary Had a Little Lame and e, and e Sharp it's going to be the exact same every single time that is not the same skill as rapping Correct. it won't say every single it's right. not, not going to be there Jay so Johnson. when you said when, some, when, when someone says Jay rapping is just like the same skill as playing the flute no 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 I said not. it is a skill I didn't say it is the same skill I would and never wanted, I, and we said no it's not the same you said why isn't it and we just told you why it's not yeah you have to wait for me to finish the point you asked the question, we answered it. No, but you didn't answer I, I would, the question. I would like for you to get to, to finish the point. <laughs> right right in this No, It's important because I I made the hypothesis, right? That rapping is a skill just like playing the flute. Is a skill just like playing the drums. Is a skill just like playing the keyboard, right? Mm -hmm. And then everybody said, no, no, it's not. It's a totally different thing. Because there's standards and there's E sharp and it'll always be the same. How did we get there? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I, even sure I, I, know. I know why, but that's the important part of what it is. Okay, I'm trying so, to get across. So, so tell us why. Get to the important part. Help as me. I'm I'm nobody finna interrupt as you, as mom. I'm, this is showtime. As I'm about to say it, they're interrupting me again. This is the beauty of it. Those are a standard because people decided at some point when it came to how it is that music is distributed. Now we have printing, right? Print, the printing press is the most important invention of probably all time because it allows for standardization. Because prior to that, you just have to learn from somebody. They had to physically be there and tell you, yo, this is how you do it because this is how we do it. Why did we do it this way? Because this is how we done it forever. Why have we done it forever this way? Because we had to create a standard. Why did we have to create a standard so that people would know what the fuck is going on? Right? Mm-hmm. You know what an internal rhyme scheme is. Y'all niggas are the elite fucking MCs in this bitch. Y'all know what an internal rhyme scheme is, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. You know what a metaphor is, right? Correct. You know what a simile is, right? Mm -hmm. That requires skill, mm -hmm. right? Yes. That requires standardization in order to know what these concepts are, right? Correct. It's not that different. Rap doesn't need a standardization. It doesn't. Nothing needs a standardization. But in order to talk about these things and to develop a culture around things that is around what it is we're doing that is proactively pushing these things that we already do forward, we have to be able to talk about them. And the only way to talk about them is if we all have the same language to pull from when it is we reference these things. The same reason that we know that there's a difference between offense and defense in football. Okay. The same reason that we know that there's a difference between red light meaning stop and green light meaning go. I right? agree. Yes. I'm not saying anything far-fetched. We all follow me? I understand that. Within that, what I'm getting to when it comes to this and when it comes to rap is that rappers die too much. What kind of rappers? 
That's what I think that was where this all started, and I I still feel like you didn't answer that part. <laughs> all rappers die too much. Every I, single every single rapper who has died was probably de- dead for no reason. Bismarcky, not a worthwhile reason. Right, declining health. Correct. Declining That's health. what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. Is you got to be product, more specific. You can't just say health. rappers. What I'm saying is declining health is a product of what particular culture that you lived in. Being a 70, 65 year old man, shit, I don't eating unhealthy. <laughs> eating unhealthy is something that we do specifically. We're not the only culture that eats unhealthy. I never, po- I never made that claim. Damn, I never made that claim. So what's I don't know what yet? claim you made. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If I say something very specific and then you counter with an exception to the rule, that's not negating my rule, right? I got you. That's acknowledging the exception. We should be able to acknowledge the exception and at the same time acknowledge the validity of the rule. And that is the importance of rap camp is to create an environment where rappers that. die less. Been drinking that ain't you mo. <laughs> right? So, rappers dying less is a net positive thing. I think everybody in this room can agree with, yes? Yeah. Rappers having direction is something net positive that we can all agree with, right? Rappers having direction? Yes. What do you mean when you say that? Hell, the short version. If what I do you decide, mean when you say if that? I'm seven, if I go back and I'm seventeen year old demonized kilo, I should be able to go someplace, right? Mm-hmm. That is of the culture that I am wishing to, in some way, shape, or form, contribute to. The same way as if I was an artist who wanted to go into a place where the culture I can contribute to would, in some way, shape, or form, enrich and enhance my skills, so that I can give these. Th- ideas and his creativity to somebody mm-hmm. i should be able to go to that place and not worry about getting killed i agree right i do so yeah. so are you saying that rap camp is essentially a safe space for rap niggas absolutely not it is the lion's den of elite niggas who are going to rip your fucking head off if you're not good okay i'm with, <laughs> I'm, I'm with competition i'm with competition and i'm with elite Elite lyricism. I'm an older nigga, so I came up True. at open mics. Yeah. You know, Ebony Showcase, Dude. fucking Lush Lounge. Lush Hip-hop. Lounge. Oh, Nick, if you if you weren't an animal, you didn't sign up for that fucking Lush Lounge list. That's hilarious. Because you you didn't whether have you, it. whether you wanted to contribute to the culture or not. If you weren't good enough, you can't Correct. you can't be here. I Correct. went to the Lush but Lounge if I'm Seventeen year old demonized kilo. And I'm pretty good at rapping. Should I not be able to go someplace like the Lush Lounge, which exists, which is a place where I would be able to sharpen my steel against people who have been sharpening their steel for years? Should I be able to go to that place and not die over a trivial fucking reason? That's kind of strange to say, though, man, because you can go walk in church's chicken and get killed. And living as a rapper should not be exceptional. Well, living as certain types of rappers, man. A lot of more rappers live than rappers who die and get killed. I'm just going to say this. I don't think. I I know niggas that rap. I rap. I know young niggas that rap, and I know and I know a bunch of niggas that died that that happened to rap. Everybody that I know that rap and died, the two ain't have shit to do with each other. <laughs> niggas did not die because of the rapping. I they, died because I, I was agree. a street nigga, and I also make music, but I also sell drugs. And I also said, "Yo, fuck that nigga and your bitch on my nigga, song. On my song, possibly. That's what might get you killed." That part I, I don't doubt that part Yeah but I feel like You leaving that out of this I'm not I didn't say I'm leaving that out of it 
This I'm gonna not, sound insensitive. It, that's Some people the did. beauty of what it is I'm talking about. It sounds insensitive Some because, because, because that's the culture we're from, it and they got what they deserved. See. Jay Johnson. Society. That's what I'm. That's what that. I've been getting to the entire time that I've been saying the things. Well, I've maybe been it's saying. not that rappers die too much. Sometimes niggas got you. You played a stupid game and won a stupid prize. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not too much. Maybe that's, that's just enough to keep another nigga in line to not go out. You know, maybe you, I shouldn't do. You this remember shit. what I said earlier about disrespect culture. Vaguely, you didn't said a lot of stuff, bro. You said a lot of stuff. I love you to if death. I got to said a lot of stuff. But that's the beauty of it. If I have to keep defending again, just whatever it is I'm positing, it's gonna it's gonna meander a little bit. Is built what I'm saying into is, the human existence. It's, it's not, built into the human existence. Just not, like being hungry special. is built into the human existence. Yeah. But if I overeat in so much shape or form, it's gonna have a negative consequence. Correct. I agree. I am not positing that people should not have negative consequences for the things that they do. I'm not positing that people should not have accountability for the things that they do. However, there are plenty of people that you can point to who have died, who are rappers, who died doing nothing wrong. Did they die because of rap? Yes or no? No. The people that you're talking about specifically. Name one, Mo, because I'm confused. I don't understand. I ain't like, gonna lie. if you dying because you're a rapper, no, you shouldn't die because you're a rapper. No, 100%. You should not die because you're a rapper. Well, who died because they were a rapper? Pac and Big didn't even die because they was rappers. They died because of what they did and said and who they was with. It goes back to what I was saying about disrespect culture, right? The difference between when we, when we separate art from the artist in certain contexts never seems to apply specifically to us amongst us but bro if you but go in every I agree other culture that. here we have that disconnect i agree where you do not have people i agree with that who are attempting to murder west craven because west because craven murders west craven is not going to every other writer and say you a piece of shit i Correct. got more My money than you better than yours Fuck you. right but Fuck west craven everybody. is if he did that films. steven spielberg or somebody <laughs> <laughs> he gonna up. be beefing with steven spielberg <laughs> like, but you if know, west and, craven and decides what they do. like i said before to my earlier point people handle conflict in two different ways Money and violence. Mm. So Rest Craven may not get physically killed, but I may make sure you don't bring another motherfucking movie out no more. Yeah. That's I may, the beauty I may of it, though. Into, but do you know what the difference between Wes Craven, you can't make another film, and I'm going to kill you, Dex Osama, is? I don't want to say nothing about that. I'm not moving the goalpost. I, what if I moved? That's I don't a think fact, he got right? killed because he was a rapper, though. What are we yeah, talking that's about? That's fair. That's Rap fair. That's fair. That's fair. I use, keep in mind, specifically, I need to I need to be very specific here. I'm not saying that's why Dexter Summer died. What I'm saying is there's a distinctive difference in how it is that we acknowledge these things. Is it an outrage when a person is murdered for absolutely no reason? If a person is simply at the store with their wife, with their kids, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. But they're... Huh? Yes. Yes. What? There is outrage, outrage when there a person. Outrage when yes. The answer is yes. Can I? Mm-hmm. Can I, I have to finish here. There <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You I don't believe. There's... I don't believe you anymore. I don't believe you anymore. You don't. I don't believe, bro. You. If What's I the... never get, if I never get to the crux of what it is I'm talking about, of course it sounds crazy. If you Where stop me halfway through, if I just say there's a fire in this hold bitch, on, hold on, halfway through, halfway through, halfway through, halfway through the show, there's a fire in this bitch, right? And I'm stopped immediately. We're an hour and a half in. There's a fire in this bitch because nice to meet you, Jay. If there's a fire in this bitch because I have the hottest rhymes in this bitch, right? 
You don't know until I finish the rest of the fucking bar what it is I'm talking about. So, so you was, about I was at that questions? one event you was playing beat. Yes. Okay. Okay. What's the other question? Because you said, is there outrage when a woman or somebody dies in a I said, when somebody dies in a casual, just in under a circumstance where they're not doing nothing to nobody, right? Is there outrage, right? Yes. Within that. Imagine a world where not only is there outrage for that, there's outrage in general, especially when it comes to black men, right? When it comes to black men to the point where we're like, hey, this specifically, this specific part of the culture is something that we cannot I hear sustain, you, but I don't believe that no right? more. That'll, I don't not, think that'll ever happen, ever. We've been saying that since I'm not about NWA. to weaponize what the term black men. Don't, I'm not going to throw about. black men on there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like totally it. lost. It's it's fine because I feel like we're all lost. But what I would we like, can, we can only. What, what, I'm just bringing it home. We can only, <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. I don't believe we can't fathom a I world. Stay, I stay eight right? minutes away from this moment. We can't fathom a world where that's a thing. But why can't we fathom a world where that's a thing? Right. Because we nigga, live in the real may, world. May, maybe I didn't go to college and I don't understand. Some it's of nothing these to do with college. They don't teach this shit at college. I promise you. I promise you. They do not teach this shit at college. They do not. I've never heard in my entire tenure there. One time, like, man, you know what? Black men in some way, shape, or form die too much. And we should actually sit down and instead of just saying, we need to talk about this, actually start talking about it. I've never in my life said black men die too much and I want to talk about it. Because I'm about self-preservation. I got to save myself. What I would like to add. Cause, cause I feel like you bought it home, and I'm just, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, <laughs> but we're home. But what, so I would like to ask you about rap camp, cause that's why we, that's why we here. Rap camp is a space. Again, if a 17 year old demonized kilo needs to go someplace right. and figure out direction, yeah, right. Where does he go? Nobody knows off top. In the grand scheme of things, because there's no standardization like there is. If I want to read sheet music and play the flute, I know where I can go. Uh-huh. I can go join an or- I can go join an orchestra group, right? How'd you How'd you end up at Rack Hill? Uh, just knowing Kilo, you feel me? Uh, knowing Bill, um, going through certain shit, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And we uh ended up linking there. Kilo became like real close to me because he understood like what I was going through at the time. So he just uh kind of provided a space and a platform for me to um do my shit really. A safe mm. place even. A safe place. <laughs> <laughs> even even die. though even though my 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 first show I almost had to beat a nigga ass. Was like, it over rap? Huh? Was it over rap? No, nah, it was just over his commentary of what it was. It was over rap technically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was it a rap he said? No, no, I'm on stage and like it's He like was this. upset with how it is that he was performing. Yeah. And he made it how you perform, and, yeah. and he made he it jealous. vocally. He made it vocally so. a jealous. problem that he was His rapping in a way that he that was night. not happy. Oh, right? Was he? He- Hold on. Was this? Was he heckling? Yeah. yeah. Like really pretty. You would jump. You better spot. shut your bitch ass up before That's I come I off the him. stage. Like, look, I only, you, you. You look like I can. I'm from you, the east side, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Within I'm that, sorry to hear that. But you look like one of them niggas. Within that, at, like, and in the grand scheme of things, as that started to escalate, I took hold of that, right? Because I understood I don't want Jalen hopping off the stage to do something unprofessional because he's here and this is his moment and this is what I brought him here for. I didn't bring him to beat this old nigga's ass. Listen, I brought this nigga here to rap. Y'all out when he said my real name on God. My bad. Oh. It's all good. Within that, 
it's, it's love, man. It's just Mo, it's love. Too, right? Mo, listen. Not you to cut Margo you off. Name and shit. Like, it is what it is. Not to cut go you ahead. off. Partially. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, it, it's I, all good. Hey, we go all the way back. Pause. But what I was trying to say is, is that the next time we had a discussion or asked you the questions we was asking you, just use that as an example. You could have answered all our questions by just telling that story. We would have got the point of what you was trying to express. This last no, no, 20, no, 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 no. Hold on. No, hold on. I wait. Think, 30, listen, wait. I wait. think, hold on. You ain't let me wait, finish wait. now. Wait. Listen, I think that every- I can't even finish my me, monologue. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> hold on. But he need to know this. Pause. Because we just took the, the whole long way around the island. You could have a- answered everything that we were trying to figure out with this story because that story is the epitome of what you were trying to express in thought. I understand that, but at the same time, y'all have to understand that while that experience is real, that's a microcosm of what it is I'm here to talk about. It was only a microcosm of what could happen because Blizzard was like kind of like step by step with me as I'm trying to like step off stage and do my thing with Dog. Yeah. But like, as y'all was saying, like the shit would have turned out how any other situation would have turned out. Correct. That it would not be a kilo or a Blizzard. Shit would have happened. It has it. nothing to do with like rap. It has it has everything to do with disrespecting a man. Maybe correct. Trying to do nothing but perfect his craft and get his shit off. And man. I had to enlighten that gentleman as a consequence of his behavior that it was unacceptable in this particular temple. You just brought it home. For the record, you just brought it home with that. I disagree. I think that again. To that's me, a, for that's me a big, that's a real world example. <laughs> correct. <laughs> real to world, me, you no, personally no. just brought that's it home a real with world, that story. That's and a that real example world example of what it is I'm talking about. But yeah. again, that goes back to rappers die too much. That's men shit though. They ain't got nothing to do with rap. Disrespect. It's a man. Like he's sitting up there like publicly no. disrespect. Like it, it'd be different. Like if he had to pull me to the side when I got off stage and be like, "Hey, I don't think you should really be using like this much of that." And just, I would have respected that. But it's the fact that like it's during my set. I'm you know, creating this, a this space. My, this my song and this what let I wrote. Let me let me let me make it Correct. blatantly let clear. Him, him, I'm creating a space of respect for the art form. There you go. So let yeah. him get his shit off. Go ahead. Yeah. Pause. It was it was like like I say like it has nothing to do like yeah was it over like music of course but like at the end of the day like morally as a man I'm not about to let nobody like sit here and like just like shout shit at me like you feel me like derogatory comments at me like and I'm just sitting here trying to perform I'm not you feel me I'm doing this shit I you know you just love. trying to get your shit off for real, for real. perfect your craft I get it because in real I life, get it what we actually need if there's something that we need we need to have better conflict resolution. So yeah. when there is an issue between two people, uh huh, uh huh, I just uh-uh. feel like the approach uh-uh. is wrong. Uh huh, I just so, feel like the approach is you know wrong. what I'm saying. Better conflict <laughs> resolution because the conflict resolution Correct. communication. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted I just wanted J Five to, to yeah. look. Homie been sitting there with it, rocking with us. I just want to let him get his shit off. Now, come on, we can talk about the conflict resolution. I'm glad that ended peacefully too. You just plug it in the same. You you an MC. You know how mics work. Just plug it in. I was watching. Not the uh, response I expected from Jay. Respectfully. I admired your self-control. I mean, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, like like I said, I thought about what rappers don't think about in moments like that. I thought oh, about man. my kid and what I got to make it home to. At there the you go. They responsible. There you go. I remember being a young father and open mics and shit pop off. And, you know, that's the big. Is self-preservation. You got something you got to live for. You know what I'm saying? You got to make it home to your baby. I don't know if you with the mama or whatever, but like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, mama or not, you got to make it home to your daughter. Because I'm, I'm a father. I got two girls myself. And you probably going through it right now. You ain't seen the worst of it yet. And I don't want to say it to see the worst of it. 
the love between a daughter and a father, like it's only going to elevate as she continues to get older. Mm. And you got to be there for it because it's a lot of sucker shit that's around that you got to mitigate so baby girl don't go through it. So I get it. Now, what I did want to ask you, because I I wasn't trying to cut you off. I just wanted to let J5 get his shit off because we let you get a lot of shit off. Now, I disagree, but go ahead. Our listeners will tell us. <laughs> Watch the comments. So, what I do want to ask you. No, rule number one on the internet. Never read the comments. Rule number one. Oh, you got to bitches. read the comments. We reading the bitches for sure. Because pe- people. are going to read the comments. Bro. People, are, people are entitled to their opinions. And look. Absolutely. Not, not everybody's opinion is ass. Now, that's a lot of bullshit out there. I done said some shit. Yeah. And niggas take me to task in, in the comments. But what I do like, I mean, they do. But what I do like is, like, look, everybody don't think like me. Everybody in opinion like mine. And I like to hear, look, I I get off on that shit. Like, I I read terrible comments like I'm reading the news. Like, oh, this that one was pretty good. <laughs> like, so I, I need I need the feedback. Because feedback is a blessing. Because I'd rather know that niggas is listening to me and got something to say than ain't nobody listening at all. Yeah. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you about, because I saw, unfortunately, Otis Supply close their door was like abruptly very abruptly yeah. and i know that was the space that you all were working out of exactly what's what's the next step in terms of venues you, you locked down somewhere else yet yeah. when is rap camp coming back so so that's the hard part as a consequence of rappers dying too much the respect away. the respect everything ties in together i'm just i'm people think i'm trolling when i'm saying this shit but no all this shit ties together it's so right it's definitely a little troll shit as a con- it's, it's, it's not trolling if it's true if it's trolling there's ways oh to- that's a lot it's a non-violent that's art, a lot they, this ain't nothing new this is it's been okay. violent for a long time uh, within that come on bro anyway within that within that within that space as a consequence of what it is that I'm trying to cultivate here and and communicate to people when it comes to specifically what rap camp represents and what the shows will be like, et cetera, et cetera. I was reliant upon Otis Supply because I had booked through the entire year, right? Only reason I booked through the entire year is because I actually had a conversation with the people who were in charge of the venue, right? Conversation with the people who were in charge of the venue boiled down to the most important thing that I needed, which was that I understand how people are treated here when they want to do rap and they do not treat us the same way that they treat everybody else. No, I, I feel you. I right? feel you. That's that's true. They don't respect the art form, right? Because I don't think it's the art form they don't respect. And this is just my opinion. I think it's what comes along. I agree. It's the niggatry that they don't respect. Had, had I finished the when sentence, I, I would have immediately new. gotten to that point. Like but that's what I'm a, saying. When I own a venue, right, and or I uh, as I a businessman, or I run a studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the next part of the sentence. Hold on, you gotta let him finish his. Thought. I didn't finish the sentence. <laughs> and you got the longest sentences in the world. <laughs> I expressed one idea, and y'all just like immediately like not right. important. And anyway. What I'm trying to get across is they don't respect the art form because they feel like the art form only breeds a very specific crowd that doesn't pay money, that will fight, that will fuck up the venue, that has no respect for the venue, has no respect for the owners of the venue, and will only lead to ruin and loss of money and loss of life potentially, right? Mm -hmm. 
That's why it's very important, specifically when I'm doing this, I'm not creating a safe space. Stay safe, in my opinion, is a derogatory term because it means that people can't be challenged in that space. And this is important for me that people are challenged in this space from from a perspective of their challenge because they are up to it's there's a standard, right? There's a standard of talent. You have to be a, an exceptional performer. The only way to come on a rap camp, you can't pay your way onto this platform. Like pay your way onto other platforms. We're not going to mention because that's their business strategy, and I'm leaving that alone. You can't pay to be on this platform. You have to be an exceptional performer, right? Or you have to be an exceptional talent, and you have to demonstrate and distribute that. So, right. question: Now that that place closed down, what you about to do next? Which we don't know yet, and Thank the you. reason we don't know yet is a consequence of people do not take the art form seriously and how seriously it is that we take it as a whole here. So I it's very difficult to get across to people who are not of this culture, that this culture specifically that we do over here, that we are the exception and not the rule. But I feel like they don't respect the art of it because they don't understand the expression. Absolutely. So, so, so I do have a question about rap Kim that you said you can't, not everybody can perform here. And I think that's a, that's, that's, uh, a unique way of doing business but you mentioned yourself a young demonized 17 kilo mm-hmm. that's i've never performed in a venue before all i got is me ciphering with my homies we done worked yeah. on two three songs and i think this is the one i want to get out here and try and test the yeah. waters with go to go to knowledge mondays go to sound off sundays go to um the various open mics that they have out the court Ask the court, go to the various open mics. If you can go to any particular space and you have you have the the fourth, you know what I'm saying? You have the knowledge to know, hey, if I'm performing, I need to document this in some way, shape, or form. If you just have a 30-second Instagram reel and I can see that you are a professional when it comes to performance and that you take the art form seriously, that's all I need. It could be a performance at your tiny desk, at your desk, in your own fucking house. Submit that fucking video and you can be on rap camp. If it's good enough, niggas are immediately going to know within 30 seconds as to whether or not you have the chops to be a performer. Being a performer and being a rapper is two different things. Mm-hmm. You can rap real good, but that does not make you a good performer. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. They're right. not synonymous. And you can perform real good, but that'll make you a good rapper. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of niggas were incredible performers at Rolling Loud, and they should sound like shit to me. But that's They're not incredible story. performers. They up there with vibes and names. I threw it up vibes with the air names. quotes for a reason. It was very much vibes. vibes all vibes and bullshit. In the ah. grand scheme of things, when it comes down to what it is that I'm attempting to do here is that there has to be a standard. Yeah. Everything starts from us being on the same page. So are we, right? are we I want you I want you to double down on this. Mm-hmm. Is rap camp the standard? <laughs> The yes standard, or no? The standard in terms of like a Detroit platform? Absolutely. Now we're too young. Okay. But it's the goal for you all to be the standard beer. I think if you give me about a year, you're going to see that the people that perform on Rap Camp, that the footage that comes out of Rap Camp, that the songs that come out of Rap Camp are going to be the very best of all of these genres coming out of Detroit. That's so, hefty. I that's don't I don't I don't feel like it's the standard, but I feel like it's the base. Okay. It's a place to start. And I feel like that because, like, if it's the place to, not to cut you off, no, you if it's the place to start, then why do I need the prerequisite in order to start? Because if I want to get a driver's license, don't I have to demonstrate capabilities with the vehicle? <laughs> no, I can just turn eighteen and take take one of the kids mm-hmm, down to Secretary of St- my nigga. I can just turn eighteen, go to Secretary <laughs> of State, and they're gonna get your license. 
Is that the exception or is that the rule? What do you mean? That's you have to be eighteen to get a license. It's the rule. That's the base. <laughs> yeah, do I you don't have to take a test. Yeah, you got to take a base. Yes, you have to take a test to come to rap camp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <I don't laughs> Okay, we be on the same page. Like, I just say shit, shit a little bit different. Shit. It's, a, it's, a, it's yeah. some truth to that because, like, I didn't perform on rap camp until like years knowing Kilo. Like, I didn't just like meet Kilo and he was like, "Yeah, you should come to rap camp." No, like he actually like came see how I worked, like see. So you 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 work the sound offs to pass the chords, like you yeah. you, you put your work in. Basically, okay. He put the work in, and I saw that he was a workhorse. He was demonstrating that. He was showing that outwardly. That's an important component of this because, in the grand scheme of things, no matter how good you can rap, again, if you're a shit performer, no, you shouldn't be on the stage with the motherfucking and killers. Camp, and rap camp has nothing to do with just rap. Like I do R and B, like I do Word. Caribbean music, like I do all types of shit. J five makers. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your IG? Where can people find you and listen to some of the music? Because like. You know, you giving me the whole detail. Like, I like when we talk to, like, we don't ever consider what we do interviewing. Cause, like, at the barbershop, we just kick shit and talk. So, like, where can I go and listen to some of your music so I can get hip to shit? Uh, if you just, like, type in J5, J A I F I V E, I should pop up really anywhere. You can Google me. You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on Apple Music. You really can find me anywhere. But my Instagram handle is J A I F I V E. Three. Five, let me J Five, let me ask you something. If I was trying to get people hip to your music, because we also do a music pick of the week. If I was trying to and and just because we got got an artist here, if I was trying to get people hip to your music, give me a song that we can pop in for the music pick that I can play to get people familiar with your sound. Uh, I got a single called uh Tell Me You Get It. Okay. It's an R and B single. I'm fine with that. I've been looking for a lot more R&B because niggas be scared to yeah, show that side of things. But that's because, like, I feel like people not um, comfortable with their masculinity as they are as a man. You feel me? I understand that, like, if 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 PD was to be like, all oh, that singing shit, that shit ain't it. That's cool. I don't do it for you. You feel what I'm saying? I do it for Who you do it for? You know who I do it for. Say it. Say it. I don't want to hear you say it. The bitches. Ah! Oh, like, I thought you were gonna say the ladies. <laughs> I, I can't, I'm from Detroit, bro. Like if you if you looking for if you looking for look, I do RB, but I'm from Detroit. So like if you looking for like some like that's the culture. Corporate, corporate answer. Don't don't go to me. Go to fucking Chris Brown or something. He they pay him to do that. They don't pay me to do that. Anyway, but like yeah, I feel like you know what I'm saying that single right there. It's um. By far my most streamed single. I feel okay. Like. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, one that I uh, deeply fell in love with. I just you know kind of made it on the fly, and yeah, that's what. Is I that did. your favorite record? Nah. What's your favorite record? Yeah, I ain't. I can't tell y'all that. You know what my favorite I record is. Favorite. I feel like that's why you asked me that yeah. question, which is kind of crazy. But it ain't crazy, but like that, it's not. It's like funny, ha ha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. But it's like I feel like. I want to fuck with the R and B. Like we gonna we gonna plug it in in the show in the post production so people can can get hip to it and, and listen to it, man. Because I feel like I get a lot of just because I'm into hip hop, I get a lot more rap to come across my timeline, my email when people reach out about you know music pick of the week. Somebody always sending me some rap shit. Some of it be straight. Some of it you know need a little bit of need a little bit of work. And I don't. You know, as a nigga that's rapped, I understand, like, niggas is artists and artists, like Erica Badu was like, artists is sensitive about their shit. So I never try and knock what another nigga is doing. Absolutely. But sometimes what they doing just need a little bit more TLC before you present it. If I, and if I can't tell you that, you know what I'm saying, you in the wrong field of work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I can't come to you, like like I said, 
If Brody at that concert would have came to me after I was done with my set and said, hey, I feel like this, this, and this is wrong with your set, woo, 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 I would have took that in consideration. You feel me? Because as an artist, you're supposed to be able to take consideration. But you're not heckling me you know? while I'm in the middle of my set. Yeah, but that's, like I said, but if you would have came to me, you feel me, I would have accepted the criticism and like, you know what I'm saying, took it and like tried to build upon that and probably implement that into my set. You were, mm, I got but you. He just The approach was wrong. And I feel like that's what's wrong with like advice in general. Like everybody approaches just wrong. Kilo, let me ask you something. disrespect culture. I agree with you. Let me ask you something. Is there an anticipated date for the return of Rap Camp? Or are we just trying to get this venue locked down? We need to get a venue locked down. And I need to have a partnership with that venue that understands my vision and what it is we're attempting to do. So I'm going to put this plea out there to our listeners because I know y'all do a lot of di- – I know all of our listeners do a lot of different shit. Some of y'all own performance venues, manage performance venues. I'm going to ask y'all to tap in with us here at Shop Talk. We can help you make – we can help you plug in with this young man and make the connection because all you're trying to do is just provide a safe space for niggas to hone their crafts and get nice. And I'm a, a temple t- where people will show respect. I, again, safe space is such a derogatory. A temp- I'm, I'm fine with that. A temple where people will show respect. I'm, I myself <laughs> understand how important that is. I'm, I'm 41, but like there was a time where I was like a nigga like J5. I was going to spots just trying to rock, just looking for a mic. Mm-hmm. And just an opportunity to get on the mic. Some some nights I had nights where I, I killed that shit. Some nights, nigga, I've been booed off the of stages. Mm-hmm. My first time at the Lush, I th- I came in there with bars. I thought I was going, <laughs> I thought I was going to razzle shit. I watched Guilty Simpson get up there and rap what felt like twenty minutes. And like by the time that nigga put the mic down, nobody else wanted to rap. I never forget he said a bar about pushing your favorite rapper face first in the yellow snow. And I was like, I don't maybe I need to go back home and write some more shit. And then when I come back next week, I because in my mind I had an idea how open mic work. Shout out to Contact and Ike Love. Uh really the homie yeah. come really the homie Kamal. Because yeah. he's been through here in another well, shout, capacity. Shout out to Gibbsy Simpson as well. Like a lot of the OGs rock with us. Miss Corona. Like you ought to understand all Corona the homie. Rap Camp came out of um, a collective of people that were together um, that Mark Cooper picked. Okay. Um, and we were all up at Mix Factory, which is owned by Ivy Duncan. Yeah, yeah. Right? Ivy's we're still all, doing his thing. Yeah, so um, we had Fat Father that came through. We had the homie Hatch. We had Krim, of course. We had D-Hall, the Queen, Mike Jack. Um, we had a whole host of just elite MCs that were there. And we were all having these conversations and all having this shared moment where you connected OGs with the youngins and we don't really have that space in Detroit. Mm. And that's where this came out of. I literally was hashtagging because I was documenting. That's what I do. I was had the camera. I was documenting all of this. I was there mostly just to document. Yeah. This was supposed to be a space where I can connect the OGs, connect the mentors, connect the people that need the new blood, the inspiration in some way, shape or form with the new blood that needs the direction. There has to be a bridge between the OGs and the young niggas, and I say that because— And it's got to be us weirdos in our 30s. There has to be a bridge between <laughs> the more experienced and the less experienced. Absolutely. fuck the OG shit. No, if no. you I've, know what you're doing, there needs to be— uh, Within that, uh, to be an OG, you have to have experience, but yes. Yeah, but a lot of the OGs don't got experience because they were never successful, but they the gatekeepers that's keeping the younger folks down there. What I'm saying is, I agree, but I think is— 
people who have the experience that needs to be a, a bridge or information to people who don't have it. Even I, if you're all on the same age or the same level, there needs to be um, the sharing of information. I agree wholeheartedly. And that's what I'm saying also as far as the young G's had to have, again, a respect for the art form, the performance part, which is why you can only be picked if you're doing the work already. I feel I feel that. Yeah. And I and and just to Jay's point, when I talk about like the the experienced ones, OGs, whatever vernacular we're going to call them. Sometimes you need a, you need somebody to put their arm around you, not necessarily for the cosign, but like, I see you and like, look, bro, these are the, I, I won't put the name out there, the MC that did this for me, but I remember being at a venue and I'm thinking, I'm killing it. I'm rocking it. Maybe I had a, a couple shining moments, but I remember an OG, somebody that I respected on the underground scene, seeing me rap, pulled me to the side. He's like, look, you're doing shit right, but add A, B, and C to what you're doing. This shit going to take you from here to here. And I took that information. I, I actually applied it. And the next time I saw him, it was... You know, the nod and salute, like I see what you're doing. And sometimes you need that. You the knowledge has to pass down. Mm -hmm. You know, absolutely. I look at myself like I still fuck with the rap, but like, nigga, I'm not trying to get a deal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I know I don't want to I don't want to like try and be on the stage 20 years from now. Like mm -hmm. there's there's some young niggas somewhere out there that's coming up. You know, and my time is is sunsetting. Like I do the shit because I like to do it, but like I don't I don't feel like I'm waiting on Def Jam. I'm not doing it for Def Jam or for a label to give me a call. I feel like even if I was 46, 47, still working in the office, I'm gonna write a rhyme every yeah. now and again just because yeah. you, you know. Hurt. Yeah, yeah. And, you gotta let me hear something. Too. Yeah, I'm gonna hear. I'm gonna hear something. I'll be like, it's plenty of flute I got it. it's plenty of flute players in their fifties making the living doing what it is they doing. I'm not saying that to discredit what no, you're no, saying. No, no, no. Saying that to, again, and, and I believe in the art form to that point where I think that there should be 60-year-old people who are rapping about their lived experiences and it, who we should be in some way, shape, or form having a space for. It will get to that point because rap is is still growing and maturing. We compare it to other oh, art it's only forms. 50 years old now. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it'll, it'll get to that point. Absolutely. But I'm looking forward to seeing what Rap Camp has to offer in the future. Mm -hmm. Once you kind of get things back up and rolling, you know the door is always open. You know where to find us. We want to have you back so we can help you promote it. Shit, we want to come out. I want to get up on that bitch and, you know, <laughs> do some shit. I want to hear my nigga J5 sing to the bitches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm definitely going to do that. I'm I want to hear all it. of that shit. I want to hear all that shit. I'm love it. And, and, and in that spirit, I also want to just do some quick house, housekeeping. Um, I'm also a writer and editor over at Detroit Rap. I'm also a writer over at Crown Them. This is a blog out of Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I'm also obviously involved as far as creative direction with Crimson Alchemist and a couple of the artists that are in my inner circle. Um, I say all that to say, for anybody who is listening, who is an artist, don't be afraid to reach out to me. I'm the least Hollywood nigga on the face of the planet. Um, anything I can do for you. Give them your socials. Where can people reach you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Kilogram. That's X-L-O-Gram. Um, I only have people call me Exelogram for the longest time because they thought that was like my stage name, look, my, look, bi my, my business name. That no, it's like dog. Please, I only dropped the demonized killer <laughs> because demonized is just not fucking. You're right. I'm tired of explaining this shit to people. Correct. But more importantly, um, when it comes to what it is that I do, you can find me pretty much everywhere at Exelogram. Um, if you just type me into Google and then it'll pull up my my Instagram page. It'll go to my link tree that has my writer's page for Crown and my writer's page for Detroit Rap. 
uh, my shit post boys podcast, my fucking everything you can think of. Destroyer, shout out to Venomous, um, shout out to Alien Gang, everybody involved in that shit. Um, Kid Vicious, Heaven Studios, um, people who are kind of helping with this emergence of the Detroit underground underneath the Detroit emergence into the mainstream. Um, yeah, no, that's that's the best way to find me. Just XLogram into Google. I'm, I promise I'm the first person to pop up. Well, you know, we're here to support you. Jay, you got a whose man's is this? Is what uh, man, whose man's is this? It really goes to um, a couple of companies or media in general. Uh, so earlier this week, like 40,000 hours of videotape from the January 6th event was like released. And um, shit looked different than it was presented. You feel me? Uh, the one dude that looked like my man from The Simpsons and shit had the wild clothes on and shit. They called Police him, officers were escorting shit. him through, all through that shit. Like they walked him through the whole place. Wasn't nobody in there like it was just like <laughs> they had, they helped try to open the door. Like it, it, it just looked a lot different than um, how it was presented. And it's just interesting that um, that in the information age when everybody got a camera we only see it's just interesting how 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 the media can control uh what the people think um good bad or indifferent uh, it just it's just so drastically different from the finished product you know what i'm saying and it's just it's just interesting that that um that's still happening and uh like people are very passionate about what they see and what they saw and um when it's not necessarily that we, we've been talking about like the, um, the chat GPT shit, the, the voice changer and shit, all this shit. And like, even the traditional shit that we already had, it's not always what it seems. I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to say what it is, but it is, it was drastically different, um, than what was presented. So, you know, we just gotta be careful and, when we like fighting for different things or the, the, the ferociousness in our voices and our points, like if that point was based off some shit that you've seen on the internet, you probably can't be that strong about it. You, was, you, you, so you, would, know you would say that we need to make specifically a change in how it is that we interact with the information that comes in more or less. You got it. Because information we, we can, we can clearly see that information gets, Completely manipulated. You got to in, you, in real you ha- time now. You got to scrutinize shit. Absolutely, because especially the internet media will always portray the story one way, and oft and more often than not, when more of the truth comes out, the way that it was initially portrayed looked like smoke and mirrors. Yeah, and the people who give the opposite side, it may not necessarily be that side either. You feel me? Mm, the good. truth is going to be somewhere in the middle, but it's just interesting that. It's so drastically different. <laughs> Can I tell you one thing? Like I learned, like since I started doing music, bro. Like all this shit, smoking mirrors. One hundred, absolutely. You feel me? Like a lot of these people that y'all think like just got on like this. I guess a marketing scheme behind every story you can think of. One hundred percent. Why you think? Why you think every black athlete market not having a dad in their life? Because the market, somebody the dying is what sells violence. them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying it gives people something to be. Attached, sorry to, for attracted it. to. Yeah, that's that's the hook. That's what yeah. sells. That's why we see a nigga like Ja Morant. <laughs> Look, the world is built on violence, empathy, and bullshit. If 
you believe anything else, you feel me? I don't, I don't know what you're watching. Yeah. So that's whose man's it is. It's all of us. I do also want We need to change the culture. I the, no, culture, the culture, culture ah! the culture just, needs to I'm change its fucking self. And at the end of the day, we got to stop glorifying the bullshit so these people like John Morant wouldn't be out here with $30 million contracts. I don't know how much he make, whatever. Ran around the 22. Number, you yeah, know what I'm saying? I wish, like, I agree. Making millions of dollars bouncing the ball, and then he want to go hang out with Sada Baby, who they do completely different opposite things. You know the wild shit about the whole John Morant thing? And, you know, I don't never want to be this nigga, but like if you're a normal 25 year old man in the strip club with your fucking shirt off and a gun on you, the story looks completely the story would be completely different. You would probably be a dead nigga in the strip club like. Privilege and being an NBA player definitely gives you a pass, but like strip that shit down at the end of the day, that story, that story foul. I really hope this young man has people around him that give a fuck and help start to move and guide him in the right direction. And ain't going to be mama and daddy because that's a grown ass man. But like, look, if you and my I'm the breadwinner of the circle, you know what I'm saying? The circle don't move without me playing basketball. And if the niggas around you are fucking that shit up. But you know what they don't talk about, big bro? What's good? What bet is on that team? Who's over 35 on that team? It's not a lot of veteran leadership. No, no, like, like no, just, no, I'm just, serious. It's not. No, I'm saying like team's on that on that team specifically, who's who's over the age of 35 on that team? Might be Steven Adams. Maybe. It, it got to be him. But uh, where, where do he? He don't fucking understand. He from fucking New Zealand. You hey, think he understands? Hold on. But you the, seen how earlier they said before that happened, he had just said in the locker room or at one of their team meetings. No going he, out. He was like, we need to stick to a strict. Plan of no nope. hanging out, no being doing this, doing that. That's doing cool, that. but Petey, like on some real shit. If we get a guy in here from New Zealand who don't understand where we come from, who has a different type of hood, culture where he's from, exactly. No, that ain't listen, culture. Listen, uh-huh. but you got a guy. See, I think that's a cop out. I don't. No, it's I don't not. It's that. not. It's a no, literal. Just listen to what I'm. Just listen. Let me make this one point. Let me make this one point. Let me make this one point. It's a different culture. Say you that you Ja and 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 I'm Shaq and but we on the same team at mm-hmm. the same time. I'm Shaq at the end of my career. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck are you gonna listen to, Stephen Adams or Shaq? It's the it's it's not it's not the who it is. It's what it is and what do they represent mm-hmm. and how can you get this person to listen? You got to understand him. You got to come from some of the things he come from. You right. have to been through. It gives some of the things he been through. You, you have to have the same perspective that he have on the world. I'm gonna wrap this shit up. Um, Smart people learn from their mistakes and wise people learn from the mistakes of others. It's way too much information out here. And we see this story a million times. At the end of the day, it's going to come down to personal accountability because ain't nobody responsible for that 23 year old man besides himself and or his father. Like Shaq um, said, he made the post. He he had to swipe left, swipe right and go live. You feel true. That's what it is. Absolutely. He knew what he was doing. He may not understood the repercussions. Oh, no. He definitely has to eat. Nah, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Nah, like you understand, you can look down yeah. a list of the fucking athletes who didn't. You, feel me? you didn't understand. I mean, so I, I, I'm I understand blame. niggas want to go live in the strip club. You know, I don't, I don't mind seeing titties on my timeline, uh, but I keep your pistol in the house, my Absolutely. nigga. Absolutely, or so in look, the car. Yeah, so look, <laughs> got people at, for that. At the end of the episode, we always give our guests the opportunity to give out their socials first. It's time for the benediction. I'm gonna go from Kilo, J5, Pete, and we're gonna go around the table. Go ahead, homie. 
For sure. So that's Kilogram on Instagram. That's Demonized Kilo on Twitter. That is, um, yeah, Kilo X-Lo everywhere. X L O Kilo to, to, to make it easy for the people. Um, yeah, no, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Detroit Rap. You can find me on Crown Them. Any place that this Detroit rap shit happening, I'm probably there. Anybody can tell you. I'm Mr. Three three Events in a Night. Gotcha. J5. What up, though? It's J5. You can hit me up on Instagram. I mainly be on there. I really don't fuck with Twitter like that. But you can hit me on Instagram at J-E-I-F-I-V-3. Straight like that. And, man, the bitch is on Instagram. <laughs> P. P. Hit us with it. You can find me at P.D. Green, 1982 on Instagram, uh, YouTube, um, Google Play, um, Spotify, you could search me at PD, P-E-T-E-Y, um, space, P-I, um, and you should find me with that. And if you've ever listened to Shop Talk Podcast, you're already familiar with Petey's music. True. Because it's been riding with us for over 300 episodes. True. Bill, you got anything you want to give on the socials, or you just build a silent investor? I'm tapping. I just, I'm just quiet over here, chilling. Uh, hit me up on Instagram at just a billion. Very easy to find. It's the best way to reach me on that. All right. Look, it's your man Dame, three underscores, three one three on IG, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, shit, nigga, at me, talk to me, I talk back. When you see the blue and the black, bitch, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. The brand is strong. Uh, three hundred and sixty weeks in a row. Uh, no time off. Uh, it is what it is. Um, when you see the blue and the we black, we need to take a vacation. We you know vacation. where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying read a Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dan. Hell yeah. Peace.